The following is a special presentation of Sacred Heart Catholic Radio and the Prep Sports Radio Network. It's time for the Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine pregame show. And now, for a detailed look at tonight's game and to break down other key matchups in the area, here's Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. Well, hello and welcome, everyone, to the pit at Elder High School, where it is the Elder Panthers taking on the St. X Bombers tonight. Big GCL matchup. And, of course, Tom and Steve, it's September 11th, uh, uh, which is an ominous date that we all remember. Uh, it's one of those dates that is in the back of your mind knowing how dangerous this world is and how you can't drop your guard and and every year around this date or if it's uh, the game would fall on this we, you, you could always say well these players were only five years old these players are only two three now we're at the stage 19 years later None of these kids were born when that happened uh, back in 2001, and uh, time marches on. It's an ominous, uh, uh, you know, date that we all remember who went through it. But hey, it's we've had a tough year. We've had the COVID and everything. I'm just happy we got football to play tonight, and uh, this is going to be a good one. These teams come in both at one and one, uh, coming off of big wins for both of them. Uh, it should be a one for the memory books. It should be a whale of a game tonight, Mark, and you're right. You just don't know day-to-day anymore, you know, what you got, what, what you know, what you can plan on. Um, like the people 9-11, 19 years ago, um, you know, we were talking off the air before two games in the area, we'll talk about it later, are canceled. But we're just, you know, one positive test away from something like that happening every week. So you just got to be thankful that we're here, we're, we're playing. Obviously a, a different feel to it tonight with the pit not full. Usually this place would be rocking by now. Uh, but we got football. Uh, there's obviously several ways to, to watch or listen to the game. Uh, hope everybody has an enjoyable game tonight. But coming off of, of two fantastic games between these two squads last year, uh, both of them very close, both, both of them you know, within you know, three or four points. The, the, the first game in regular season, Elder won 31-28 and uh, won 28-24 in the playoffs. And both games, Elder had, felt like they were – I, I thought they felt in like they control. were in control most yeah. of the game, but St. X was being the quality squad that they are. They're just right there all all the time, and both of those games hinged on big plays to to pull Elder out towards the end of the game. Yeah, and guys, last year was the hundredth uh, anniversary, I guess, for these schools playing, and. Uh, uh, to date, uh, the record is uh, Elder is a, a lead of 53 games, one, 42 loss, and six ties. So you can see it's very, very close, but uh, it, it's a typical GCL, GCL South battle. The thing that I'm looking at when I was reading a little bit of history is that St. X hasn't beaten Elder since uh, 2017, uh, back in September 29th when uh, they, they squeaked out a 14-6 to win over Elder. Usually it's a you know, Steve Speck and company, and when he and Doug Doug Ramsey get together, it's just a battle. And 
Uh, right now, I think Elder needs to take what they have and uh, continue what they're doing because it's been a good ride the last couple of years. So, yeah, so much of everything is what have you done lately? And in the last seven matchups between these two squads, five games were decided by one possession and two went into overtime. So, you know, we're setting the stage for something like that tonight with. I mean, the common opponent, LaSalle, Elder lost in overtime, uh, and, and St. X won last week 24-10 to 10 in, in kind of a surprising yeah. turn, just holding that powerful LaSalle offense to 10 points. But there was some turnovers involved there. But, but uh, you know, that's going to be the question is uh, we, we know St. X rides on defense. What defense is Elder going to come up with tonight? Can, can they uh, stop this? Uh, Offense of uh, uh, of uh, Saint X that scored uh, twenty four points in, in both of their games. Uh, so the, the you know Elders needs to top that. Well, fresh in our memories uh, was the playoff game last year out at Mason High School where Elder knocked them off thirty one twenty eight. And you know Matthew Luby was uh, had that explosive touchdown run. Uh, at the end of the game to put Elder ahead and uh, Elder defensively uh, stopped X as they were trying to score when uh, time expired. But that was one of those exciting typical Elder X GCL matchups and uh, kind of hope to see something like that here again tonight. You really do and you know I re- vividly remember that game where on the Elder sideline Matthew Libby ran for 85 yards and, and you're there everybody's like God, you know, take a deep breath here comes here comes uh, St. X down the field, and if it wasn't for uh, Larkins batting that ball down as a defensive player in the end zone uh, to, to secure that win, but that, that propelled Elder to the next round of the playoffs in Week 12 at Mason High School last year. Yeah, it... it, uh, it, it. You never have to oversell this game at all. So let's uh, kind of review last week how the teams are looking from last week. Of course, Steve talked about uh, the Bombers knocking off LaSalle, a a team uh, that, you know, the week before we saw Elder put up 52 points against LaSalle, and a a team that is talented on their defensive skills. A lot of Division I recruits on their defense, so Elder put up a lot of points. I was talking before the game to uh, uh, the broadcaster of the uh, St. X crew, Tony Shedd, good friend of ours, and uh, he asked me, well, how is Elder? What do you think about it? I said, you know what? I'm not sure yet. They're very young, but so far they've been very explosive. And again, last year, last week, uh, they were explosive again. Yeah, they, they really were. And I, Steve mentioned it so eloquently last week. There's a lot of players on this football team that were that were on to get together as freshmen when they went undefeated. And, and I think what we're seeing is that cohesiveness. Two years removed now as juniors, and, and and they're using you know that that history that they had a couple of years ago, and and they, you know, they not only a lot of them not only play football, some are on the basketball team together, so they're really a close knit group, Steve. And how often in your we've been doing this for for how long? Thirty some years, you know. How long often can you talk about Elder having a high powered offense? They've had good offenses, they've had prolific offenses, but. Last year we talked about their ability to score from any place on the field. If they're on the 10-yard line or the 50-yard line or the opponent's 10-yard line, they have the ability to, to punch it in the end zone. And so far they're showing some of that quick strike speed this year, which is just a little bit different for an elder offense to be that 
high-powered and prolific, scoring a, a lot of points in a lot of games, 94 points on the season in two games. That, that's a lot of points. And, and we can also say, too, that more times than not, Elder's offense appears ahead of their defense this early in the season. And, and maybe we're saying the same thing this year, but there's a cohesiveness in this defense, too, that uh, they're only going to get better and better. But it usually takes all three phases. And once again, Elders come up with another gem as a kicker. Andrew Mueller, uh, 13 for 13 on extra points. He's perfect, and he's perfect on field goals, one for one, when he kicked the uh, the game-tying field goal against LaSalle late in that game. It's quite interesting looking at the uh, the stats in the GCL for, for quarterbacks. Uh, ben Hamilton is number one at 562 yards passing. Brogan McKay of St. X is number two with just one yard less at 561. So I think we're going to be, uh, there's going to be a lot of uh, mixing up on the ground and in the air tonight, guys. There are, and, and Brogan McKay uh, went 21 for 32 against LaSalle last week. Uh, 309 of those 561 yards came last week against a, a tough, tough LaSalle defense. So, um, you know, like you said, there's going to be a, a lot going on. They have a, a running back, Charles Kellum. Uh, he's uh, over 100 yards last week with 112 on uh, uh, 22 carries. So, you know, he's uh, a, a decent running back. And, so, you know, we'll be talking about that when we get down to breaking down the same X side of it and the keys of the game. And when you have a quarterback like uh, Ben Hamilton, who's leading the GC on passing, of course you're going to, have receivers, and it just so happens that Elder Scotty Neiman is leading the league in, in reception yards, which is no surprise either. Before we take our first time out, Steve, uh, we had mentioned that uh, one uh, matchup has been, uh, or maybe two of them, has been uh, axed in the uh, Cincinnati-Dayton area because of the COVID. Uh, but let's look at some of the other games that we're going to be looking at tonight out at La Rosa's on Budno because that's where we're going to be following the game, and we sure would invite you to come out and join us. Uh, we love seeing folks out there, but uh, let's run down some of the bigger matchups we'll be keeping an eye on. Well, Princeton, Colerain. Colerain uh, uh, rebounded last week with a win um, after their opening week loss against Lakota West. Uh, they play Princeton tonight. Princeton's 2-0 in the, the GMC, and except for Oak Hills and Middletown, everybody in the GMC is playing a straight GMC schedule, so 1-1 one one on the season at this point usually means you haven't even entered league play yet. This is 1-1 uh, one one in the GMC so Colerain is still a powerhouse, um, and their defense, even with one loss, has only allowed 10 points in two games. So Princeton comes in 2-0, and uh, we'll see how that one goes. Uh, Colerain trying to get back on top of the pile in the GMC. Also in the GMC, Lakota West, Tom Bolden takes his team out to Sycamore, Sycamore 1-1. One and one. and uh, for the last five games, uh, in this series have been decided by a touchdown or less. And uh, Lakota West won uh, 28-21 last year, so the Sycamore Aviators looking to uh, rebound on that. In the Eastern uh, Cincinnati Conference, Anderson and Lebanon will be looking at that game as well. Anderson scored, uh, they're not as prolific as Elder, but they scored 84 points in two games and uh, looking to uh, stay ahead like the in the ECC. Old. Yeah. Uh, and also, we're going to look at uh, LaSalle, Lakota East. Uh, Lakota East coming in 0-2, but they had very easily could could be 2-0 the way the, the games fell. So LaSalle coming in at 1-1 with their loss last week to St. X. Um, you know, this is going to be a, a good non-conference game. 
Yeah, LaSalle loses, but uh, they didn't lose a lot of ground in the uh, Max Preps uh, rankings. I think they dropped down a couple, didn't they? Yeah, uh, they did. And uh, something a little bit different for week three here. Uh, It's it's week one in Kentucky. I was just going to say. We we got uh, Covington Catholic and Dixie Heights. um, Covington Catholic has won 13 in a row in this matchup. I don't see uh, Dixie won at last in 2007. I don't see any difference, in, uh, you know, any, any reason to change that. So, And I guarantee in that game, a colonel will win that game. <laughs> yeah, right. And once again, we're still waiting for the Cincinnati Public Schools to uh, make a determination and get those young men out on the football field. So one another week without public uh, high schools in Cincinnati uh, football programs. Well, you're listening to the Mercy Health Orthopedic Sports Medicine pregame show. Coming to you live from Elder High School tonight. We're at the pit. Elder St. X uh, will be matching up here shortly. We're going to take our first time out. We come back. We're going to look at the in-depth at the keys of tonight's game right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. We're proud to support elder football and just as proud to provide outstanding orthopedic care to all Panther athletes and their friends and families throughout the West Side. If you have an injury, we can help. For your sports medicine needs from the simple to the complex, we're at 6045 Bridgetown Road, 347-9999. That's 347 347- Nine 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 nine. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. For an easy shopping experience and unbelievable deals, it's Joseph Toyota on Coleraine and josephtoyota.com. By shopping online, you can value your trade-in and make your own deal all from the comfort of your own home. And every new car purchase includes the Joseph Toyota Advantage of a lifetime powertrain warranty, $500 towards your next trade-in, free shuttles for service, and a whole host of other benefits. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from us. Joseph Toyota, 9101 Coleraine Avenue and at josephtoyota.com. Proud to support elder football. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years. But that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service. And with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible. So to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click Donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. And for Kevin Kenny, who's back at the studio producing, I'm Mark Bangle with Steve Bangle and Tom Kennedy, and we're out at the pit. Uh, we're Elder and St. X will be taking on each other here in a big GCL uh, rivalry game. And, guys, uh, we talked in the first segment. It's going to be a good one, and uh, I think uh, – the Bombers have got to be fired up, Steve, coming off a big win last week over previously number one LaSalle and Max Preps. They didn't lose much. They got dropped down, but that, that win really boosted the Bombers up a few. 
obviously uh, with a, with a 24. 24- 10 win last week, coming off of an overtime loss to uh, Brownsburg out of Indiana. That game was a Saturday game on ESPN, uh, even though the, you know the stands kind of looked like they do tonight uh, when you watch that game. That was a very winnable game for St. X, and that could have been a season turner right there. They, they had the game won basically and they had some opportunities down the end to put it away they just couldn't do it uh brownsburg was able to put that game into overtime and then win the game in overtime so a tough loss on the first week of the season for saint x and then the next week rebounding it's like what do these kids do how do you handle it we hear it a lot from doug ramsey it's like what do you do now well they came out and handled a very tough lasalle lancer team um on the road, I believe it was at LaSalle, wasn't it, Tom? Yes, it was. So it was on the road. They won the Battle of North Bend 24-10, to and, and uh, they, they just did some outstanding holding LaSalle to 10 points. Uh, they forced a turnover, a pair of turnovers on downs, and uh, the, LaSalle was only 5-for-12 on third downs last week. So uh, they, they, they really just played lights-out defense last week, and, and uh, those are some of the, the, the numbers that you can't quantify, but, but it's really – they're really strong, and that's going to be something that Elders is really going to have to really pull out all the stops to get around that, that tough defense. On offense for St. X, Brogan McKay is their quarterback. He's thrown all but one pass. He's thrown 70 uh, passes for uh, 651 yards. He's averaging about eight yards a, a, a pass, so they're looking really good on, on that side of the ball. Rushing, they got two leading rushers. Um, Charles Kellum uh, with 40 attempts, and the next closest guy is Luke Vernansky, uh, uh, Luke Vernansky uh, with 19 attempts. Um, Kellum's run for 138 yards, and Luke Vansky has run for uh, 72 yards. Uh, Receiving-wise, they got three outstanding receivers in Liam Clifford with 15 receptions, 180 yards, Jalen Patterson with 12 receptions for 114 yards, and then Charles Kellum, the running back, with eight receptions for 125 yards. The odd thing is, looking at the stats, they, they have uh, five touchdowns through the air, no rushing touchdowns this year. So, um, you know, one of the things I'm going to talk about in the keys is, uh, you know, offensive production uh, um, while they uh, – are pretty even because I want to, to, to look at what they're doing, run pass. Um, they, they run the ball 71 times, or pass the ball 71 times, run the ball 72 times, but they're only averaging less than three yards a carry while they're averaging eight yards a pass play. So they're not as prolific on the ground at this point as they, they, they could be. Chalked up to the RPO, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so, so you got that. They, um, uh, uh, punt re- uh, or the, the field goal kicker, uh, Mason Rowmiller, uh, field goals two for two. Uh, longest is 38 yards, and right now he's six for six on extra points. So a uh, solid kicker there in Mason Rowmiller. So that's pretty much what St. X has. Capsule, those are the names that you're going to be hearing a lot of tonight. My keys to the game for St. X is, one, don't allow the big plays. Once you get into this game, twice last year they had a, a – Big plays are what knocked them out of two games, regular season and in the postgame. So defensively, they have to not allow the, the, the big plays, and if they do, they need to rebound from that. Talked about it a little bit before. I think balance is a key word for the, their offense um, tonight. Um, 
they, they passed uh, 71 times, rushed 72 times for 143 plays, but they're only averaging less than three yards a carry and, and over eight yards passing. So I, I think they need to get a little bit more production out of their, their running game to stay in this game because one of the things that you can do with a running game is burn clock, and if you don't have the, the ability to, to con- control the ball, you, you, it's going to be a long night against that prolific elder offense. The best way to defend that offense is to keep them off the field. And finally, limit turnovers in a GCL South game. There's little margin for error, so they need to keep their hands on the pumpkin tonight. And, and uh, that's all I got. Let's go on the other side of the ball here, Tom. Uh, let's look at the keys for the Panthers. All right, case of the Panthers starting off their uh, one-on-one on the season. They're third in the city uh, and actually seventh in the state. And one thing real quickly, I looked at the, one of the state scores last week, and everybody's always talking about Lakewood St. Ed's. Well, they uh, unceremoniously got shut out last week, uh, 35 to nothing by Archbishop Hoban. So this is an odd year, to say the least. Uh, Elder comes in averaging uh, 47 points on offense, and they're giving up 33.5 points on defense. Uh, like you said, Mark Ben Hamilton, 562 yards leading the GCL. In, in passes, 32 of 41, uh, 562 yards. And the key is no interceptions so far. Hopefully that's not a jinx here. Uh, it's going to be a great game tonight. Drew Ramsey thus far, very seldom is he under center, but he can also come in under center as the Wildcat. But he's really a key for Ben Hamilton as a resource. He's got Ramsey's got 173 yards receiving and 152 yards rushing. Last week during the Lloyd game, Ben Hamilton was 14 for 16, a very tidy 317 yards, four touchdowns, like I said, no interceptions. It was nice. Lance Neville, uh, wide receiver, had his first career touchdown of 54 yards. Uh, Drew Ramsey, another key, six receptions for 103 yards and a touchdown. Scotty Neiman, two receptions, 62 yards and a touchdown. And like I said earlier, his 191 receiving yards does lead to GCL. And and Scotty Neiman goes 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, and Andrew Harp on the other side, the same height, lanky and lean, two receptions for Andrew, 34, yard, 34 yards and also one touchdown. On defense last week, two key interceptions gave the Elder Panthers field position. J.T. Miller with one interception and Austin Wanstead with the other. And so keys to the game. Uh, big plays on offense, no big plays given up on defense. Uh, Steve, you said it as well, no turnovers. Uh, Elders defense forced two turnovers against Floyd last week, and it would behoove the Panthers to do the same thing tonight. Uh, hidden yards and penalties, keep those at a minimum. Uh, penalties for Elder against LaSalle were eight for 69 yards and only five for 56 yards against Lloyd, Floyd Central. Uh and early, try to get Elder an early lead and make St. X play from behind. And if whoever can control the line of scrimmage the best, running the ball on offense to keep the St. X defense honest and stopping their own defense will be a key. All right. Let's head down on the field. I think our Lynn Harvey is ready for us uh, to talk with head coach Doug Ramsey. Lenny? Thanks, Mark. I'm joined on the field by Elder Head Coach Doug Ramsey. And, Coach, last week the offense continued to move the ball. Looks like uh, Ben Hamilton getting even more comfortable in the pocket and uh, the timing. Yeah, 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 Ben. Ben ben threw the ball really well last week. I think he only hit two incompletions. And, uh, 
you know, he's just uh, he's just a, a, a you know he's just cool. You know, he he does nothing bothers him, and uh, you know I, I you know one series he had last week, I, he came to field and I said yeah that, that was a bad series, and he comes back out two plays later throws a touchdown pass, and you know way it goes. So, so nothing really phases him. Yeah, and uh, so forty-two fourteen last week. But uh, if it wasn't for a key interception at the end by the uh, by the half by JT Miller, could have been a little bit different. Uh, yeah, I, we were we were in pretty good control. I mean, we were. You know, I, I felt like uh, the only the only way it was going to stop us is we. I mean, we should have scored every time. The, the two times we didn't score with our ones, you know, we we kind of shot ourselves in the foot. And you know, I, I felt comfortable with where we were where we were last week. Now, second GCL South game of the year. Last one was a classic. This one shouldn't be any different, right? Should be a good one. Yeah, they're they're really good. You know, they um, on both sides of the ball, they're really big. That's, I think that's the thing that concerns me most about how the size of their offensive line and and two tight ends, and uh, they just they're, they're a little different approach uh, than they were like last year. Was throw the ball every down. They're still throwing the ball a lot, but. But they're relying on the run game a little bit more. They, the time of possession that they had against LaSalle was, I, I think it was, I think LaSalle only hit the ball like for 12 minutes or something like that. You know what I mean? So that's that's a big concern, just their the sheer size. Now, defensively for for St. X tonight, as you mentioned about, about playing LaSalle last week, you know, it's it, it's certainly going to be a challenge tonight to move the ball. Oh, yeah. Yeah, always is. You know, we, we, we've had pretty good success the last three, four years against them uh, moving the ball. And, um, you know, but I, I'm sure I'm sure Steve will have a good plan. They've got some good players. Their nose is a really, really good player. Uh, their middle linebacker is, 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 is a good player as well. And, you know, those are the guys up the middle where they're really strong. And, uh, you know, we'll see. We're, 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 we'll do our thing and then see what happens. Seems to be the case. Now, any any other keys to tonight's game that you would look for? Yeah, we, I say this, we've we got to stop the big – we're getting just too many big plays. You know, we, we, we've, got, we've got to keep teams – make them work to score. We can't give up so many so many long ones. And uh, we've got to continue to play well in the special teams. You know, we got to, we got to, we got to get first downs. I think that – you know, that's the thing. This isn't going to be – you know, a game like the LaSalle game was. I don't think there's going to be that many points in this game. And so we got to make sure that if we don't score, we're still getting first downs and moving the ball. Now, are you right where you uh, think you should have been or right where you want to be after two weeks? Um, I feel really good about where we're at. I, You know, I, I, coming in, honestly, I, I wasn't sure. I think offensively we're way, way ahead of, of where I thought we would be. I think those guys, the five linemen, have done a really good job. You know, I wasn't sure what was going to happen there, and and then obviously to play a Ben, and you know, surrounded by we 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 do have good skill players. You know, from Cooper to to Drew to Scotty to you know just go David Larkins to you know our, our Z receivers and, and 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 Andrew, and so you know we've got we've got good skill, and it was just you know if we can block people, we, we, we'll, we're we're going to be pretty good. Now, health wise tonight, everybody good? Yeah, we're in good shape. Awesome. Well, good luck tonight, and uh, hopefully come out with a win. All right, thank you. Thanks. You're listening to the Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schoester, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schoester Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schoester, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney, LLC, member SIPC. Safety footwear. There is hardly a 
job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. With the Sacred Heart Radio app on your phone, Sacred Heart Radio goes wherever you go. For Android devices, search the Google Play Store for Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Install. For iPhone, go to the App Store and search Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Get. And then you've got Sacred Heart Radio everywhere. This is Bill Hemmer, Fox News Channel, Elder Class of 83. No one forgets their first time in the pit, and neither do I. And today, with technology, I can catch every Elder football game, no matter where in the world the news takes me. The Prep Sports Radio Network and ehsports.com. Altiora and Go Panthers. I'm Father Tom McCarthy of St. Anne's Parish in Cincinnati. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. It's time for the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg. And by Cooper Electric, La Rosa's Pizza, The Urology Group, Brozart Pharmacy, Joseph Toyota, Robert Jones Plumbing, The Underground Sports Shop, Adam Schoester, Mercy Health and Orthopedics, Hoting Realty, Skyline Chili, Coldwell Banker West Shell, Red Wing Shoes, Schmidt Heating and Cooling, Ron's Roost, and Wardway Fuels. And now, let's go down on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bengal. Well, a good Friday evening and welcome on this September the 11th to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. I'm Len Harvey along with Phil Bengal. Tonight it's week three of the 2020 high school football season. And tonight we're at the pit for the Prep Sports Radio Network. Kelsey Chevrolet, Elder Panther Game of the Week. Live around Cincinnati, you're hearing us on Sacred Heart Radio and around the world at ehsports.com. Tonight it's the 102nd meeting of these two schools as Elder takes on the St. Xavier Bombers. Elder has the lead in the series 53 to 42 and also six ties. Elder comes in now at one and one after beating Floyd Central last week, 42 to 14 behind Ben Hamilton's four touchdown passes and 317 yards of passing on four third. 14 of 16 completions. San X, meanwhile, they also come in at 1-1 one one on the year after beating LaSalle 24-10 to behind 309 yards passing by Brogan Mackay and 112 yards on the ground from Charles Kellum. They're coached by Steve Speck in his 17th year at the helm, 144-55 and record coming into the season. GCL South at its best, Phil Bengal. It's a perfect night for it, too. I mean, it, the sun stayed away, so kept it nice and cool here. But it, it's a fun scene. I mean, I know that social distancing just doesn't feel like the normal uh, Elder St. X tilt at the pit, but it's still a fantastic atmosphere uh, to see this taking place tonight for the 102nd time. St. X with that, that high-powered offense against Elder's high-powered offense. It's really going to be a question of ball control tonight and execution. Wardway Fields game time temperature 70 degrees. The kickoff from right to left is ready to go, and the Elder Panthers will get it. It's Sabato at the 5. He'll go to the 10, to the 15, now to the 20. He's out to the 25, to the 27-yard line where he'll set up there. Elder in their purple jerseys with the purple pants and the white numbers, the white helmets. Meanwhile, St. X comes in with the white 
jerseys, white pants. They've got the blue numbers, the white helmets, and the blue uh, St. X across the helmet there. So from left to right, the Panthers go. They'll set up a first down at 10 at the 27-yard line. 11.54 to go, just underway. They'll set up with two wide receivers to the right side. Now getting ready. They'll set up with Ramsey now at quarterback, and Ramsey will go up the middle and he'll get about uh, two yards. Tonight's Wardway Fuels game to temperature, as I mentioned, 70 degrees. Wardway Fuels provides heating and oil and propane for the home and business needs. Gas, grows, pool supplies also available, including parts and services. Wardway Fuels located at the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown Road at 513-574-0061. Wardway Fuels, proud sponsors of tonight's broadcast. Second down and nine for the Panthers at the 28-yard line. They'll line up this time. With Scotty Neiman, he'll line up wide to the left side. They've got one wide to the right in Lance Neville. They'll take this time. It's Hamilton, a roll to his left, and now rolling, stepping it down, throwing it down the field, and it is it is complete and caught by Ramsey at the 48-yard line of X. What a catch, Bill. Yeah, just went over the top, made that play, even with a little pass interference. Once he got past the defensive back, he pulled his jersey in the open field. Side judge able to throw that one pretty easy, but the Panthers declined as that's a big pickup over the top, and that's just another one where Ben Hamilton just kind of floats that ball in there, and then elder receiver goes and makes a play. So the Panthers get a first down and 10. They'll move it. Uh, let's see. They've got it at the 47-yard line of St. Xavier here. From left to right they go. Uh, just underway, if you're just joining us, 11 minutes to go in the first quarter. No score. Elder got the first half kickoff as uh, CNX won the toss and deferred. Two wide receivers to the right and one to the left in Neiman. And now they give up the middle to Cooper Johnson. And he is taken down pretty much right where he started, right around the 47-yard line. That's a big hit up front. A yeah. big play up front of Gio, Giovanni Albany, six foot, two hundred and fifty-five pound senior. You know, we heard his name a lot last year. The two times that Elder played X, I mean, he's a big factor at nose tackle. You know, he really is going to give Elder's line some trouble tonight. They're going to have to uh, work really hard up front to try to keep him at his nose out of the backfield. Second down and ten at the forty-seven yard line. They'll set up with ten fifteen to go in the opening quarter. Left wide receivers one and two to the right, looking right, throwing. It's complete out of the backfield. It's, uh, it's Cooper Johnson to check it out. It's Lance Neville, and he gets to the 32-yard line where he stopped there. But Lance Neville coming out of the backfield that time, Phil. Yeah, coming across, just making – Ben Hamilton makes that read. He's looking at uh, making sure this is – it's going to be the play that they're trying to, you know, are we reading the back? Are we are we going to go ahead and run it? And hit Sinax came up, bid on that play. Elder's able to pick up big yardage. So Elder's offense has really been – just picking up where it's been the last few weeks. First and 10 at the 31-yard line. 9.50 to go opening quarter. Neiman to the left side. One wide receiver. They line up with one to the right. And Andrew Harp, who made that big catch last week. Shotgun, it's Hamilton rolling to his left. Looking to throw, but he's going to run it instead. Inside the 30. And he gets to about the 27. And he's stacked up there around the 26-yard line. A gain of five for Hamilton. Doesn't run much, but got a little bit of something there. Yeah, Grant Lyons able to make the stop for the Bombers. He came up first hit and then a couple other guys came in and helped wrap it up but Ben Hamilton rolling left didn't like what he saw downfield good coverage by the Bombers and there was just enough of a lane for him to turn that into a very positive first down pickup 
9-10 to go in the opening quarter. No score. Elder, their first possession of the game against St. X. Two wide receivers to the right. And they set up now with one wide receiver. Make that two now to the left. Shotgun, Hamilton, empty backfield looking. And now the blitz comes to throw down the field. He's got a man. And name it touchdown, Elder Panthers. 26 yards. Just a great route going down the hashes. And Neiman's able to get ahead and takes that turn. Heads the end zone. My favorite part, though, is Ben Hamilton again sits in the pocket, sits strong, takes a hit, and is able to throw that football. Scotty Neiman going up and making another play. At the 8.53 mark, uh, it is a touchdown, 26 yards. Neiman again doing it, and he just continues to impress uh, week after week. That is his fourth touchdown of the season. And here looking to add the extra point. And Mueller will get the hold from Wantrott. It's up and good. So with 8.53 left in the opening quarter, it's the Elder Panthers 7 and St. Xavier Bombers nothing. And we'll take a break at the Peps Roads Radio Network. Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal here. A 26-yard touchdown pass. And Scotty Neiman was on the end of it again, and that's his fourth of the year. Hey, doing a good job of getting separation, but then using his size to go up and make plays. I mean, he's being really aggressive catching the football. Uh, ben Hamilton is really putting it in a spot that only you know your six foot six receiver can get. We've seen him have a lot of plays coming in the past few weeks. So Elder's offense picks up kind of where we've seen them, you know, where they've left off. But the question is going to be is how will Elder's defense react to this Bombers offense averaging almost 600 yards uh, in the air so far uh, in their first two. So Mueller will look to kick off. Liam Clifford is back deep for St. Xavier, and he's going to try to get it around the five and bounces it and can't really. He's going to step out of bounds at the 12-yard line. Maybe the No, they're going to say around the 14-yard line, Phil, where he stepped out of bounds. I think you're going to mark him all the way back at the eight. Oh, right. Um, yeah, he's all the yeah. way back. They marked him back at the eight. I know St. X kind of didn't like the spot. They thought he might have walked the line a little bit, which, I mean, that's justified. I mean, you see it, say, you know, from a different angle, but the official was right on the spot. So now St. X is going to be looking at a 92-yard drive here. This bodes well for Elder's defense. If you can stop him on first down and make that second down long, you start putting putting the pressure on him. Makai, quarterback, a first down and 10 at the eight-yard line. They set up now with 8.51 to go. Elder on top, 7-0. One wide to the right side. They go in motion with, they set up with Kellum. And now looking to throw, he's going to give it to Kellum instead, and Kellum going to get across the 10 to around the 12-yard line. A gain of four for St. Xavier on that. And all of us here at the Press Sports Radio Network would like to offer our condolences to the family and friends of Dr. Ken Shore, who recently passed. Ken was a devoted husband, father, and loved by all. He was a longtime sponsor of Elder Football here on PSRN and loved the Panthers. He's also a huge Ohio State fan. Dr. Ken Shore, you will be missed. 8.25 to go. Opening quarter, second down and five for St. Xavier. They'll mark it at the 13. Makai looks to throw. It is complete across and setting up now around the 25-yard line. 
and that was number eight, and that was Terrell McFarland. And that just looked like a missed coverage by the Panthers. He just was sitting wide open. Very easy play for Makai to get that ball out there. So X's offense very quickly getting the ball out to the 25. And McFarland catch the catch that time. The first and ten now at the 25-yard line. Now looking right side is Kellum on the handoff, and he gets to about the 24-yard line, uh, maybe back to the line of scrimmage, and that's about it. So uh, good defense by the Panthers. Yeah, coming down the line of scrimmage, Jack Willenborg uh, and a few other Panthers able to make the tackle. And that's been key for the Panthers is stopping those runs before they develop. Uh, last week that was big when they, to shut down the, the Highlands team from Floyd Central uh, got a little bit of confusion here. 7 nothing Panthers. 7.35 to go. Opening quarter. Two wide receivers to the right side. One to the left. Makai, shotgun, empty backfield. And now looking. Looking to throw. Stepping up. He's got time and he throws. It is incomplete. Almost intercepted by the Panthers. Austin. Oh no, check that. That was uh, number 25 for the Panthers. Chris Canmeyer. Yeah, Chris Cameron almost almost makes that play. Looked like he was going to be behind the intended receiver for the Bombers, and he wasn't going to be able to make that. Clifford kind of sat there and just didn't break on the ball right away. So Chris tried to come up and make a play. Almost gets a tip, so now you're looking at third and ten. Third and ten from the 25 for the Bombers. Three wide receivers to the right, two to the left. Empty backfield. And Makai looks to step up here. He's about his 17. He rolls to his right at the 20. Throws wide open and incomplete. It was intended. He had his man, Jalen Patterson, was wide open, but he overthrew him. Yeah, it forces a fourth and 10, and he just got passed because of the fact that that's one of those times. It was great coverage by the Panthers, and then he started to run up, and Elder took their eyes off their receivers a little bit, and there made a break. That had been... Again, a, a better a thrown football. That's a first down, but instead it's overthrown. Elder's going to get out forcing a punt. Vogelsang will be back to punt for St. Xavier. 7-18 to go here in the first quarter. The Panthers force a punt on a fourth down and 10 at the 25. Luke Flowers back at his 40-yard line to receive this punt by Vogelsang. And Vogelsang steps into this one, and it's going to be a pretty good kick. It's going to bounce at about the 45, and taken by uh, around and Flowers at the 39, and that's where he is taken down. A good tackle by Eli Kirk of St. Xavier. So the Panthers, after get, you know giving up a little bit in that first series, letting them get out forces that the the the, the three and out. And that's, that's big, coming out with this ex-offense. Just try to get them guessing. This gives Elder an opportunity maybe to get another score in there and make this a two-score football game very early. We know that X's defense is very good, but the biggest thing is Elder's offense just got so many weapons that they haven't even tapped into yet. And they'll set up now with 7-10 to go in the opening quarter. First down and 10 for the Panthers at the 39. They already lead 7-0. They've got two wide receivers. Now three to the right side, including Ramsey. And now it's Hamilton with the pitch to the right. Student body right. And it's Cooper Johnson at the 40-45. He's at the 50. He's into X territory. Loses his helmet at about the 46-yard line. Tackled by Drew Britt of St. Xavier. Finally making that play, forcing him out, but not after two great blocks down the field. Scotty Neiman, Larkins gets in there and gets a block, so they're able to just kind of turn and, and let Cooper Johnson get that edge. So a quick pickup on, on first down. Seven minutes and three seconds to go here in the opening quarter. The Panthers with a 7 nothing lead, a first down and 10 at the 48-yard line. Neiman lines up wide to the left, including Hamilton. He's lining up as a wide receiver. That means Ramsey in at quarterback. They set up now 
shotgun, and Ramsey going to run it inside the 50. He's going to get tackled in the backfield. Albany's got him at the 48-yard line. Big number 96. And a big problem on that last play was the fact that Cooper Johnson's helmet popped off at the end of that run, so he's got to come out. So Nicholas Paff comes in and just lines up kind of as Ramsey's right-hand man, so you know they're going to just try to get get a little breathing room on that first play. So Cooper Johnson... Um, you know, helmet back on on the side and be able to come in when when his number, his card's called. 6.30 to go. They set up now in this first quarter, second down and 10 at the 48. Two wide receivers to the left and now two to the right. Looking, looking as Hamilton looks to throw. It's complete, and it's Neiman inside the 40 to the 37. It's actually, check that, that is uh, Andrew Harp. I keep seeing 18 and 16. It's pretty close, but uh, Andrew Harp made the catch that time. Yeah, Andrew Harp last week had that big one-handed catch in the uh, horseshoe end of the pit that, that that got so many accolades last week. It's nice to for Elder. I mean, you got Neiman, you got Harp, you got two guys on the outside, six foot five, six foot six. That's going to create a lot of mismatches for teams that don't have those big defensive backs. So Elder right there taking advantage of it, and they're going to go ahead and mark this one as a first down for the Panthers as they move. They're a little slow to move the sticks, but Harp and Harp and Neiman bring that new dynamic on the outside that just give you that ability to, to put the ball in the receiver's area and let them go make a play. Yeah, I mean, 6.03 to go here in the first quarter, and they'll set up first and 10 at the 38. Two wide receivers now for the Panthers to the right side. Neiman, and it's going to be up the middle. It's Cooper Johnson, and not much doing there. And again, this time, tackle by number 43 for St. X Grant Lions on the stop in the backfield. And just trying to establish that running game for the Panthers in up the middle. You know, they, they obviously have been able to get Cooper Johnson on the outside, but still make sure that St. X, you know, try to allow that outside to open up so i think coach ramsey's just not necessarily just keyed in on one spot make them work uh you know bring the ball inside but then too you might be able to eventually get a little play action and get the ball downfield 520 to go here in the first quarter second and nine for the panthers at the 37 hamilton the give to ramsey a reverse to the 40 he's going to go 35 and he's down at about the 32 yard line out of bounds a gain of five a lot a lot on that play for five yards yeah ryan nolan finally drags him out of bounds for st x drew ramsey's got just a ton of speed he got to the corner and it really looked like that was going to be not much of a gain but he just got there adjusted his speed real quick and then turned it back on and able to turn it around and get out so we got a a third and four for the panthers setting up here third and four as you mentioned phil at the 32 yard line one wide receiver to the left side and neiman and they'll go with three wide receivers to the right empty backfield for hamilton here on this third and four Ramsey's in kind of a position to the right and now looking and a sack back at the 45-yard line. The Bombers get it, and that was number nine, and that was Matthew Devine with the sack. Yeah, Matthew Devine was able to come in unblocked on the outside. I mean, that was a tough one for the Panthers. Good good time to blitz by the Bombers, so Elder's going to be forced to punt here. Ben Hamilton will be back to punt this one away. Yeah, I wouldn't expect a fake here at a 4th and 17 at the 45, but you never know. He's been able to do it a couple of times. We'll see how that goes. They line up back deep is Terrell McFarlane. And a, fa- and a bad snap. snap. That's it. 
And it's going to be a kick by Hamilton. He gets it off. I don't know how, but it's going to get an elder bounce. And it takes it to the 35 of X. Not bad. Well, it worked out all right. I mean, that was about from the from the thirty from the 25 to the 35. We'll take that on that bounce. It could have been a lot worse uh, getting back there on that one. Yeah. Uh, so the Panthers don't really, you know, obviously not what they wanted on that punt. Hoping to get a little bit more. You know, you force the three and out. You'd, you'd like to get a score. X's defense holds. And now X is coming back out to work. I mean, this is, this is what you would expect from these two teams. Yeah, it's it's typical GCL South football, and that uh, the bad snap, but a, a punt that got to the 35. So it's first and ten. They mark it at the 36. One wide receiver to the right, and now Makai gives it up the middle, and it's Foransky uh, gets the handoff that time, number 31. Nicholas Pass. Nicholas Paff uh, comes in and makes a play on that one. So the the Panthers able to stop him after a short gain on second down. Second and six. They'll mark it at the 39. Two wide receivers make that three now to the right. No one to the left side. Under center this time. Makai, the give to Varansky up the middle. And Varansky gets to the 40, to the 41-yard line. A gain of two. It'll be third down and four coming up. The Underground Sports Shop provides the Prep Sports Radio Network with a great-looking shirts, jackets, pullovers, and hats. And they can make your business organization look professional as well. The Underground Sports Shop and owner Sean Mason supports this broadcast in Elder Football at 513 1662. That is the underground sports shop. Three and a half to go in the opening quarter. Third down and three. They mark it at the 42. Three wide to the right and one to the left. They've got trips really to the right side and go in motion this time. And under center, it's Makai and the fake and looking to throw. Throws it is incomplete. Intended for number 23, Chase Uri. Just off of his fingertips, so the Panthers force another quick three and out. Uh, punt in the middle of the field. Uh, it's it's fourth and short, so his elders' defense got to be on your toes here on this one. Yeah, Vogelsang is going to line up back at his 26-yard line, and Flowers is going to go back to about the 25 of Elder. And with 3.14 to go, tonight's portions of tonight's game sponsored by Adam Schuster, we'll get to that in a second here as they'll set up now with the punt. Vogelsang back at his 27. And now puts his leg into it. It's a high kick, and Flower is going to fair catch it at the 25-yard line. So the Panthers, and they're going to say a little bit of a hit after the play. Eli Kirk is going to get a flag. Yeah, and, and, uh, and quite honestly, I mean, I think that, that was just... It just and I, I mean, it was an accident. It wasn't anything. He wrapped him up and, and just barely pushed him. But the referee's going to throw the flag on that because Luke Flowers threw, threw the uh, or threw up his hands for the fair catch. But I mean, it wasn't anything malicious or anything like that. In fact, there's one of the times you actually kind of feel bad for feel bad for him because you know he's like, ah, that just just such a mistake. Yeah, he's like, wait a minute, I, I should not have hit him there. But uh, the Panthers will have the football now at the 40-yard line, so they get a little bit of a break. Last drive stalled. They scored on their first drive. They lead 7-0, 3.06 to go. As Scotty Neiman had a 26-yard touchdown from Hamilton and setting up with two wide receivers to the left side. And now with two to the right. Shotgun formation for Hamilton. Looking, now going to run it inside the 40 to about the 44-yard line is where he gets about four yards before he's taken down. But Hamilton saw nothing there, and the blitz was coming. Get get yourself out of there. Yeah, it's a smart move. I mean, it didn't pick up a lot, but obviously didn't take the loss. Just tripped up a little bit. Could have been a little bit more, but take that. we'll take that on first down rather than a, snap, a sack. I'll tell you one thing. The game is going very quickly back and forth. They're not wasting a lot of time in 
between plays here. Second down and seven at the 43. 235 to go in the opening quarter. Panthers have a 7-0 lead. Two wide to the right, one to the left. And now they're going to get a, uh, a, a before the snap penalty. Tonight's game, portions of it are brought to you by Adam Schoester, financial advisors Adam Schoester, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schoester Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schoester, a certified financial planner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Two and a half to go in the opening quarter, but Phil, fast pace in the first quarter. Yeah, and that right there, Singax took a timeout before that snap was able to get off for the Panthers just kind of talk about what they want to do defensively thinking here at the end of the quarter uh, you know elder has been able to, to hold them on defense now uh, for you know a couple of series and really do well uh, but elders offense has struggled on that pass one right now not too much of that of the high power down the field so I think both teams are kind of settling in uh, uh, to what we would expect them to do uh, you know that St. X at any point their offense still could could break you know a big play with their their air attack but elders got that ability too as they like to spread it out like they're doing here second down and seven from the 43 they do spread it out with three wide to the right and one to the left side. Now it's Hamilton back at his 35 to throw. Down the field, open. It's it's uh, down the field, and Neville inside the 20 to the 18-yard line, a gain of 25. And that's a quick one. They brought David Larkins in on the left side as another blocker. He's able to, to allow Hamilton to sit in the pocket, and Neville just right up the middle. This quick hitter caught LaSalle. St. X's defense going back. We saw against LaSalle, Elder really kind of attacked downhill, 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 and that was just another one. They're just coming at you, making you just get on your heels, and then Ben Hamilton is just throwing those passes in stride. And they'll get it down to the 18-yard line. A great pass play there. And setting up a first and 10 at the 18 for the Panthers. It's Ramsey, and he's going to take it himself. And Ramsey goes inside to about the 15-yard line, a gain of three on that. So with a minute 50 to go in the opening quarter, Panthers still have that 7-0 lead. But right now they're doing, as as Ben Hamilton so far, 5 of 5, 116 yards, Phil, and a touchdown. And he has that ability to to get the football, you know, downfield to his guys. But Ben, too, one thing that he really hasn't shown us a ton is his ability to run as well. I mean, he's had a couple of scrambles, but Ben also has that ability to get around the edge or, or pick up yards if he has to. Set up too wide of the left side, and now looking is Hamilton to the right side, throwing in the right corner of the end zone, and that is out of the end zone, and that was Neiman incomplete. That play for uh, Lance Neville was 39 yards on the reception earlier. I had said 25. It was 39 yards, uh, Lance Neville, on that uh, reception. So first incompletion for Ben Hamilton, and that one, if you're going to throw it there, Throw it so somebody nobody can catch it. Right, getting it way right, outside right. as Albanese is pro- providing great pressure up front for the Bombers. So third and eight at the 16. Three wide receivers for the Panthers to the left. A minute 17, and they line up with one wide to the right here in this first quarter. And Hamilton's going to keep it himself. Hamilton inside the 15, and he gets to about the 10-yard line. He's going to be a little bit short, I believe, here. Yeah, it looks like they're marking him almost about a yard short on this. So... Elders got a decision to make. Let's see what they do. Uh, I, I, I can see. It's a 28-yard uh, field goal, Phil. Yeah, Nathan Evans coming out uh, uh, for the snap, and that means Andrew Mueller's not far behind. So the Panthers are going to go ahead and, and see if they can 
And three. I think Coach Ramsey's looking to add points here and uh, get the three and see what you can do on a 28-yard attempt. And they'll walk it right about the center. And Andrew Mueller will look to add this field goal. they got Austin Wanstrott will hold this one on a fourth and three at the 11. 28-yard attempt. It's up with the right foot. It's got the distance, and it is up and good. So with 23 seconds left in the opening quarter, it's now the Elder Panthers 10 and St. Xavier Bombers nothing. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder fans, Paul Cluxton here with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs. Thank you, Elder Nation, for making Kelsey Chevrolet Greater Cincinnati's fastest-growing franchise dealer, all because of your family believing in ours. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, from our family to yours. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal, the Panthers, uh, two drives, one of which ended at a touchdown, one a field goal, one a, one a stall and a punt, but you got to be satisfied with the three drives so far. Right, and you have to take points when you can get points in games like this. I mean, both teams being the type of teams that they are, all the points are going to matter. I mean, we saw that last year in the regular season game and the playoff game. And this one's going to be a short kick. It's taken by Albany, so it looks like. And he's going to run it up the middle, and he gets to about the 40-yard line. And that was big number 96 at six foot, 276 pounds running it up there. Yeah, just running up the field. He, he takes it on, on a little bit of a bounce and able to get good field position here. Is that clock only 16 seconds till we'll tick to the the second quarter? So St. X will get off, you know, one play here, and it'd be very key for the for the Panthers. You know, make sure it's, if it's a run, short game, pass, knock it down. Don't let them take any momentum into the quarter. And with a first and 10 at the 39-yard line, they'll set up under center. Mackay in the backfield is Kellum. One wide receiver to the left side, and now the give to Kellum. Kellum's going to get nowhere, and that was Nick Paff and company got him at about the 37-yard line, a loss of two. And that's exactly what you wanted to do there, force that, make it a, a, a difficult second down here, and that clock is going to wind, and that's the end. That is the end of the first quarter of play, a good one for the Panthers. They lead it 10 to nothing. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Skyline Chili, before or after a game, is a tradition that spans generations. And Skyline Chili, like Elder, has its roots in Price Hill. The Lambrinides family carries on this tradition with Skyline Chili restaurants in Delhi, Harrison Avenue in Dent, and Glenway Avenue. So put on your purple and enjoy that delicious Skyline Chili. It's always Skyline time. Together, at last, it's Skyline time. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. 
Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428, and brozartpharmacy.com. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible, so to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click Donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. Second quarter begins with a pass that is incomplete, intended for number eight, and that was Terrell McFarland, and it was incomplete as uh, first quarter statistics. Brogan uh, Mackay was one of four for 12 yards in the first half, but uh, the Panthers did a good job. They uh, they had a 10-0 lead, and Ben Hamilton, five of six in the first half, 116 yards and a touchdown. Set up a third down and 10 for St. Xavier at the 39, two wide to the right, left side and one to the right side. Now shotgun for Mackay. He steps back at his 32, got pressure, throws it down, and almost intercepted as J.T. Miller had a chance and also Flowers. That's a great job by David Larkins on the pass rush. Pushes his guy, basically making it almost impossible to get a really good throw down field for the Bombers. So Larkins doing his job on offense and on defense, disrupting stuff and forcing another punt. Yeah, another punt for the Bombers. They'll set up with... uh, they're going to go back deep as Vogelsang will look to kick this one around the 27. Flowers at around the 30. We'll let this one bounce. It bounces inside the 25 and out of bounds at the 23-yard line. So the Panthers will have the football at around, let's see, though. They, see where they mark it, but looking around the 23. Hey, that's, I mean, I'll, I'll take that field position because of the fact that you've been able to, knock on wood, really keep this St. X offense under wraps right now. They've done a good job in coverage, making St. X guess. You know, St. X, uh, obviously, if you look at the stat sheet, they have no rushing touchdowns this year. Everything's through the air, so they've been really trying to force that hand. Now, they could be talking on the sideline and saying, well, maybe it's time we, we start running the football and make Elder start creeping up. First and ten for the Panthers at the 23. Three wide to the left side, looking Hamilton, stepping, throwing, complete to Ramsey at around the 22 to uh, the 23-yard line. So back to the line of scrimmage, and he lost his helmet on that one, so Ramsey's going to have to come out. Well, I, we're going to see here. If it's a, uh, if it was pulled off, then they can put it back on and he can play. If it fell off because of a hit, then he's got to come out. But if it was just pulled off, he's allowed okay. to stay. So we'll see what they do here with a second and nine at the 24-yard line for the Panthers. 11.33 to go second quarter. Panthers have a 10-0 lead over St. Xavier. They've done a good job on defense so far, holding the Bombers in check and their high-powered passing offense. Well, they got got Drew Ramsey off on the sideline right now, just talking about his helmet, trying to keep it on. He's had problems uh, the last uh, week or so with that coming off too. Second and nine from the 24, three wide to the right side. No one to the left. Hamilton now gives it to Cooper Johnson. Nothing doing. Albany's and company. Albany's is just a swatting at people. Yeah, Giovanni Albany's uh, nose guard. That's a, that's a tough block, but at the same time Michael Whitehouse able to come in there. When you got those two guys uh, working up front, I mean, that, that's a lot for your offense line. And we talked about this offense line coming in. A little bit of inexperience. We know they're up to the task, you know, but this is an experienced front three uh, you know that that has been coming at them so the Bombers now force the Panthers to a third and 11. Yeah third and 11 back at the 22. Two wide receivers to the right two to the left. Hamilton shotgun looking. He'll step up. The blitz comes again. He steps into the pocket. Now rolling, looking for a running running still and now he's going to be tackled back at the 18 yard line 
and believe that was uh, 29, and that was Brandon Bearsvelt. Yeah, Bearsvelt was able to make the tackle after a scramble from Hamilton. Went left, went right, looking. The 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 thing that was key for the Bombers was keeping that coverage downfield. They didn't break it. Elder wasn't able to break anything, and so now Elder's going to be back to punt, and Drew Ramsey is going to be taking this one here. Uh, and this is going to be coming from his their own 18. Yeah, he's taking it at the 18-yard line of fourth and 15. Du Bois back at his 45 uh, to look, and Ramsey looking, looking, and now we'll kick it left-footed, and he'll kick it down, and it bounces at the 45 of Elder, and a good kick takes an Elder bounce at the 38-yard line is where St. X will have a good kick by Ramsey. That was a nice, yeah, that was a nice kick, just getting outside. You know, so it's kind of that rugby style, but he was really looking to see if he could throw the ball down the field. Nothing was open, so then he was able to execute that on-the-run kick, which that's a difficult kick to do, but it turns out pretty well for the Panthers, forcing the, the Bombers to start on the 38. 9.37 remaining in the second quarter. Panthers have a 10-0 lead. St. Xavier going from left to right. They have a first down and 10 at their own 38-yard line. Two wide receivers left, one to the right side. Makai, shotgun formation as they set up with Clifford to the right side as a wide receiver. Now looking at the snap, they go Varansky in motion, and it's going to be Makai to throw. He throws it to the sidelines. It's incomplete. He knocked over the referee. And let's see. I hope he's okay right around. And that was uh, number 88 of St. Xavier, Joey Wassler. And... He is to the referees a little bit shaken up. Yeah, well, they tried to make a play right there on the sideline, Wassler, and I think Wassler contacted him with his helmet right at the top of, of the official's head. Now he's up. Uh, he, he's he's looking okay on the sideline. That's good because I mean he took a pretty direct shot, and Wassler was just really trying to tiptoe that sideline. Second and ten from the 38, 9.31 to go. Under center this time is Mackay and Varansky in the backfield. Rolls to his left at around the 30. Steps up, throws, got a man. It's Clifford at the 30. It's complete, 25 down the sidelines. Austin Wanstrop got him at around the 20-yard line, but a big play to Clifford. Yeah, running that boot, and Clifford's just able to get up field. Uh, pretty simply and get across the middle, and he just kept gaining, 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 and Elder couldn't keep up with him. Austin Wanstrot finally makes the play to bring him down, but St. X with the first real breath of life in their offense. 41-yard completion to Clifford to the right side. They set up with one to the right and one, they make that two to the left. Shotgun for Makai. He's got Baranski. He goes Clifford in motion to the left. On this first and 10 from the 21, the pitch to Clifford. Clifford inside the 20. He's to the 15. He gets to the 12-yard line, a gain of nine on first down after the pitch. And there's, well, there is a there is actually a penalty flag on the back side of that. There is going to be, we're going to have a, a false start on that one and going to go ahead and, and bring this play back. So St. X, big gain, now going to walk it back five. Tonight's game brought to you by Ron's Roost Restaurant and Pub, a West Side landmark for over 60 years. They're proud to sponsor Elder Football. Besides the city's best fried chicken, and the Roost also features barbecued ribs, German sauerbraten, burgers, wings, homemade Saratoga uh, chips. Ron's Roosts on Race Road in Bridgetown. It's cluck and good. 
First and 15 at the 26. Two wide to the left, one to the right. And now looking to the right side, Varansky going to run at 25, and he gets to the 27-yard line. Galen Mitchell got a hand on him to stop him down. Yeah, Galen Mitchell does a real good job when he's on the move, shedding blocks and getting up and making plays. Varansky, this guy coming in this game, 19 attempts and 72 yards, but he averages about 3.8 yards play because he is a real tough back to bring down. Second and 12 at the 23. Three wide receivers to the left side. Setting up now. Looking. Looking to throw. And it's complete uh, right around the 20-yard line. Not much there. Uh, That was Lucas Cates on the reception for St. Xavier. Joey Stemmler makes the quick hit and stop for the Panthers to force this third and nine. You know, it's in favorable position. I mean, you would think that St. X probably, if they can get a good gain here, I would think they would... Think about talk about you know talk about going on going for it on fourth down. Yeah, they'll they'll have a third and nine at the twenty here with eight minutes to go. Second quarter, two wide receivers left. Now two to the right. Shotgun for Mackay. Now he's got no one in the backfield now, as they line up with five wide. Setting up now, Mackay looking left, throwing and is incomplete. And a good play that time by David Larkins got his hand on him. David Larkins able to get out there. I mean, David Larkins at six foot five has got that big wingspan. You know, he, he's, you know, committed to play at Appalachian State, and he's able to, to play on defense tonight and get some big plays. Remember on the last drive, he, he forced a, a hurry, and on that one he gets a tip. So now we're going to have Roe Miller coming out here for the field goal attempt. Yeah, it's a 37-yard attempt for Roe Miller on the right hash, and they set up. On this 37-yard attempt, the hold is down. The kick's got the distance, and it is good. 37-yard field goal for St. Xavier. They get on the board with 7.42 to go. Second quarter, it's the Elder Panthers 10 and the St. Xavier Bombers 3. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Coding Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800 or on the web at Hoding.com. 7.42 to go in the second quarter. The Elder Panthers with a 10-3 lead, but uh, Roe Miller kicked a 37-yard field goal for St. Xavier. He had plenty of distance on that. Well, Roe Miller coming in this game two for two. Longest kick that he had uh, was thir- 33 yards, so Roe Miller's got a leg on him, and he, and he has been, you know, the past couple of times that we've seen them he's been able to you know get the ball through the upright so Roe Miller coming out big for the Panthers he also you know is going to kick the kick the football here but at 6'1 155 a junior you know St. X looking to have one of their key components that they always have on offense and they'll kick it off and it'll set it up for the Panthers and a little bit of a mishap for Ramsey and about They'll set up at around the 25 to the 30, and he's out of bounds at around the 35-yard line. So even Ramsey had a tough time getting a hold of that ball, but still wound up getting good yardage. Sometimes those end up being some of your best runbacks, the ones with a little bit of a misstep, the ball, because sometimes the the kickoff team sees that, and they smell a little bit of blood, and all of a sudden they start cheating and get out of their lanes, and then just a natural lane develops from your receiving team uh, that wouldn't have been there if everybody kind of stayed the way they were trying to. So the Panthers come out with pretty good field position after that. 
First and ten, they'll start up at the 33-yard line. Hamilton at quarterback, two wide receivers to the right, three to the left, five wide, no one in the backfield for Hamilton other than him. He steps back at his 25, and still in the pocket looking, and they're going to be sacked back at the 25-yard line, and we're going to call his name again, Albany's with the tackle in the backfield. And that's, I mean, that's coverage sack. I mean, that you know, good pressure up front. You still got to get the pressure. Definitely got to get the pressure. You're still giving those linemen credit, but don't forget those defensive backs really gave Ben Hamilton nothing to work with. Even when he scrambled, I mean, there was nothing downfield for him. Second down and 17 now for the Panthers at the 26-yard line. Panthers have a 10-3 lead. Seven minutes to go, second quarter. Two wide receivers now off to the left side. They go shotgun, and it's going to be Ramsey now rolling as a wide receiver to the left. A little bit of movement, and they're going to say it's on Elder. Let's see. Elder saying it's on St. Xavier, but We'll get the official ruling. Yep. And it on is on, on the Panthers. Kelsey Chevrolet is your West Side full service Chevy dealership and proud supporter of Elder Sports on the radio. Now, Kelsey Chevrolet, lifetime powertrain protection. See Walt Kelsey or Paul Cluxton at Kelsey Chevrolet Route 50 in Lawrenceburg or KelseyChev.com. C H E V.com. Panthers have a 10-3 lead with 6.50 to go here in the second quarter. But, Phil, a very fast-paced game so far. Yeah, and, and both teams, I mean, this has been a, a game of, I mean, we, we saw X's offense show their offensive spurts, and we've seen Elder do the same right now. We're kind of in a stalemate. Second and 22 from the 21. Hamilton looking. He's going to run it. He goes across the 20 to the 25. And now to the 30-yard line. A gain of nine for Ben Hamilton on that before Du Bois got him down. Take that. Get you almost back to to a third and 10. You know, going to be about uh, third and 13 here uh, for the Panthers. But Ben Hamilton doing a great job keeping the ball, moving upfield with it the whole time. So he wasn't, you know, Going east and west. He's just going north and south. So now the Panthers looking at a third and 13 uh, and a difficult one at the 30. They'll set up with two wide receivers to the right, two to the left side. Hamilton shotgun back at his 25. Now steps back looking to throw. He's got a man, and Neiman is incomplete. He saw he had kind of heard a little bit of footsteps in the back there, and it was Eli Kirk who uh, might have uh, caused that problem there for uh, Neiman. Yeah, and the, the Panthers, you know, really, I mean, you could tell, you could see that one. Neiman just looked like he was going to get across and, and make that play, and Kirk, like you said, was able to just come through and, and get his hands out and kind of make Neiman take his eyes off the ball for a second, and the pass falls incomplete, so the Panthers forced to punt. Fourth and 13 at the 30, and Ramsey again will be looking to punt this one. He's going to do the, the rugby style. This time the kick is a little bit shorter and taken by Dubois at the 42-yard line. So he'll fair catch that one. And uh, hey, business owners frustrated with your computer and network systems, get help from the pros at Fuller Information Technology. Computers, networks, phone systems, contact 71 Elder Grad Tom Waltner at Fuller to get the help you need. Check them out on the web at fullerinfotech.com. A proud supporter of Elder football. 10-3, the Elder Panthers with the lead, 5.46 to go in the opening quarter for the Panthers. Two wide receivers now for St. Xavier, and they set up this first and 10 at the 42. 
And looking, rolling, Makai to the left, and now will throw it. It is complete, and inside the elder territory at the 45-yard line as Joey Wassler with the reception for St. Xavier. And again, looking down the field, he rolls out to his left, and he's got one, two, three options, just like we've seen the Panthers do before. And you see it all the time, but Wassler's able to come up with that one, and Wassler at about 6'4", 6'5", I mean, that's a big target. They move it to the 45 of Elder, three wide receivers to the right side. Now under center is Makai. Now looking and now rolling to his left. He's going to throw it. He steps back at his 45, and now the blitz comes. He's going to have to roll to his right a little bit more, throws it. It is complete to the 32-yard line, and that was Jalen Patterson gets the completion. Yeah, and, and just a key key on those. I mean, you know, defense back when that scramble comes, you just can't become a spectator. you got to still respect respect your coverage. And Elder just, again, they just kind of, the guys out there just fell asleep on that coverage, and St. X keeps digging and is able to get that completion. And they'll set up first and 10 at the Panther 31-yard line. One wide receiver to the left and two to the right. Makai under center. He's got McCullum in, he's got Cullum in the backfield, and now the give to Cullum across the 30. Nope, he got right about the 30-yard line is uh, Charles Kellum on that one. And a whole, a whole pile of Panthers, uh, you know, in on that one, making the play, but really coming up and getting a big initial hit on that one was actually it was Yago George's. He comes up, makes the play, gets to the bottom of the pile, and so the Panthers able to get a stop on first down. Second and 10 from the 31. Two wide receivers to the right for St. Xavier. 10-3, the Elder Panthers with the lead on this second and 10 from the 31. Three wide left now. Makai setting up shotgun. He's back at his 35. Now looking, rolling to his right, throwing. It is complete at the 25-yard line to about the 22-yard line. And Terrell McFarland got the reception to the right side. Wanstrop finally runs him out of bounds, but not after they almost pick up the first down. They're going to mark to just a shy, just about a, just about a yard shy on this one, a third and one. And St. X2 has been in point. They, they're really they're getting to the line quick, calling the plays, just shuffling in a, a, a few receivers. But they, they're kind of going in a hurry up. Maybe this is that life their offense needs. Third and one from the 22. Two wide receivers to the left. They go high formation. Now they move off to the left side. Varansky, the lone tailback. The give to Varansky. And Varansky gets to about the 22. Not much doing. I don't know. I don't think he, he got enough. Phil, what do you yeah, think? It's going to depend on how they mark it. I think they're going to say this is going to be a fourth and one. I mean, by the sticks in the ref, this looks like fourth and about half a yard. Uh, but the Panthers able to get that stop. So let's see what X is going to do. Now, X wouldn't be, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they ran one of those those boots that they've been doing that has caught the Panthers kind of off guard. And they've been able to get, have three options. You know, um, they're going to spread it out a little bit, but Vransky's going to line up in the backfield. Yeah, Vransky in the backfield. they got three wide receivers to the left, and there's fourth and one from the 22. 2.45 remaining in the opening half here of the second quarter. And now they're up the middle, the quarterback keeper, Makai, and he's going to get the first down right about to the uh, – I think he got to the 19-yard line on the push there. Yeah, and they just kind of lined up. They spread it out, and, and Makai just got right by the center. And they needed half a yard. I mean, really the chance that the Panthers had would have been a, a bobbled snap or possibly if they tried to throw the football. I mean, that's a, a with this big uh, St. X offensive line, that should be a pretty easy 
uh, half yard to get, so they get a fresh set of downs. First and 10 at the 19-yard line. Two wide receivers left, one to the right under center Mackay. Now fake to Baranski, now looking right, throwing. It's the big tight end, Joey Wassler, on the catch at the 19-yard line. So not much yardage there, but they got the completion. Right, Joey Stemmler and uh, Gayla Mitchell clean that up as, as Nicholas Paff was on Wassler and then re- released to go after Mackay and force it. So Elder did a good job of just reading up to the next assignment. Mackay now 7 of 14 for 93 yards. He's picking it up a little bit. Two wide receivers to the left side and two to the right. Varansky to his right. Second and nine from the 18-yard line. Varansky goes in motion to the left side. Now looking is Mackay. Throws it. It is complete inside the 10 to about the five-yard line. Looked like Terrell McFarland again right around there. And McFarland gets the catch, so it's going to be a first and goal for St. Xavier about the six-yard line. Yeah, continue to move the ball. I mean, X's offense, you see. I mean, McFarland has been getting some good passes from Akai, but just Elder is Elder's defense has just got a lot to worry about. And X's offense line is is very big and giving Elder a, a few fits right now. First and goal at the six, three wide to the left side. Mackay's going to give it to Varansky. Varansky's going to roll to his left, into the end zone for the St. Xavier Bomber touchdown. A six-yard touchdown run for Varansky, and it's 10-9 to Elder Panthers now after that touchdown run of six yards. So with a minute oh nine, 9 St. X is, is able to score right before the half. And St. X, I mean, that was a pretty easy run for Varansky to get around the edge. It's the first rushing touchdown of the season for the Bombers. Uh, getting out there, Varansky, you know, coming to this game, like we said, only had about 20 attempts, and they've gone to him pretty often here. So Roe Miller's going to come out for this extra point, but that's a big score, uh, allowing St. X to, to tie this one up possibly with about a minute to go. And it's actually Versansky. I've been saying it a little bit wrong, so uh, apologies there. First with the extra point now. The kick is up by Roe Miller and up and good. So with a minute nine to go in the second quarter, we are all tied up at ten apiece. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. La Rosa's proudly supports high school sports. Whether you're fueling up before the game or celebrating afterwards, La Rosa's for great pizza, wings, hoagies, and more. Dine in or 513-347-1111 for pickup. Or we'll deliver wherever you are within our delivery area. Order online or La Rosa's new mobile ordering at LaRosa's.com. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Second quarter action, a minute nine to go here in the second quarter. The Elder Panthers are tied at 10 with the St. Xavier Bombers after a six-yard run by Luke Versansky and that uh, touchdown run of six yards. And Versansky is the type of guy, I mean, the yards he gets, he, he has to work pretty hard for him, averaging about 3.8 coming in to this game. I mean, he, he's a kind of a guy that it's it's that one there he was able to get out around the edge, obviously, with some great blocking. But normally, I mean, he's running up in between the tackles and, and really forcing his hand. But we got a tie ball game now. I mean, this is a totally different uh, playing field uh, unless the Panthers can do something in this final minute heading into halftime. 109 to go coming up at halftime. The Caldwell Banker Westshell halftime report. Roe Miller will kick it shorter this time. It's taken about the 30-yard line and around the 34-yard line. Picked up by Galen Mitchell. And Mitchell gets a chance to return that one. Yeah, and the Panthers did take that. Go ahead and get some favorable field position here. You got plenty of time. You got timeout. So if you're able to get something going here on first down, you know, you might look at uh, 
you know, how, how aggressive you want to be with it. St. X only has two timeouts, so if they want to stop the clock uh, and get the football back before the half, I mean, they're going to have to really shut the Panthers down early. Yeah, what they've done is in the beginning, Elder was able to move the football at will. Now they've really closed the, the pocket. They've done a much better job in on the uh, covering the wide receivers, and that's uh, caused some problems for Ben Hamilton. They set up now with a first and 10 at the 34-yard line. Now looking is going to be Ramsey going to run it. Ramsey across the 30 to the 35, and they set up and round the 37. We'll see where they mark it, but 55 seconds remaining in the second quarter. Panthers all tied up with the St. Xavier Bombers at 10. So looking at uh, Elder, uh, Ben Hamilton, 6 of 8, 117 yards. And a touchdown, that touchdown to Neiman of 26 yards back in the first quarter. Three wide to the left on this second and five at the 39. With 33 seconds remaining, we get a flag down. And we're going to get a, a false start on the Panthers. Going to go ahead and back it up. Back it up here on this once an hour. Right back to almost, it's going to be a second and 11. Uh, about as they well, the market second to ten. Sorry, it'll be second to ten on that. I, did, I thought it was second. I thought it was second and four. Um, so that would have made sense either. That would have been nine. Well, man, my math yeah, is awful it's okay. right now. I it's apologize. Okay. You're close enough with a second yeah. and ten at Jeez. the 34-yard line. They line up one wide receiver to the left and one to the right. Shotgun formation set up now. It's going to be Ramsey. Ramsey rolling. Now give it across to Sabato and Sabato gets to the 34-yard line. Not much doing there. And with 13 seconds and counting, this might be the final play of the first half. And again, coming up at halftime, the call banker West Shell halftime report. The best show in the business is coming up. We are at halftime. The Elder Panthers 10. The St. Xavier Bombers 10. And uh, stay tuned as uh, we'll get all the scores from around everywhere else on the Call Banker West Shell Halftime Report coming up next on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hey, Panther fans. The Urology Group knows just how much this season means to you and the team. We also know how much it means to have a doctor you trust with your health. The Urology Group has 37 physicians, including five right here in the west side. Also, Drs. Flynn, Fulton, Kuhn, Pliskin, and Rodesheimer in our Mercy Hospital office. Learn more or schedule an appointment at urologygroup.com. Proud to support elder football. I'm Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. And while I'm proud to provide orthopedic sports medicine care to the elder Panther athletes, I want to remind all our listeners that Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine is available for youth and recreational athletes as well. If you or your loved one has an injury that's affecting your active lifestyle, we can help you get back in the game. We are conveniently located at 6045 Bridgetown Road, 347-9999, and on the web at mercy.com. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. For an easy shopping experience and unbelievable deals, it's Joseph Toyota on Coleraine and josephtoyota.com. 
By shopping online, you can value your trade-in and make your own deal all from the comfort of your own home. And every new car purchase includes the Joseph Toyota Advantage of a lifetime powertrain warranty, $500 towards your next trade-in, free shuttles for service, and a whole host of other benefits. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from us. Joseph Toyota, 9101 Colerain Avenue and at josephtoyota.com. Proud to support elder football. For a sharp team look, work, or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. Dave Ramsey here. As a business owner, you don't have time to worry about your network. Fuller Information Technology, Cincinnati's IT department, can assess your network needs, stabilize any immediate issues, and manage your network. They've been helping businesses for over 20 years. So whether you have 50 employees or you're a one-person office, Fuller Information Technology can provide the IT support that you need. FullerInfotech.com. FullerInfotech.com. This is Father Rob Jack. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at SacredHeartRadio.com. Sacred Heart Radio. It's time for the Coldwell Banker West Shell Realty Halftime Report. Now, let's go back and break down all the first-half action and get you updated on other scores in the area. Once again, here's Steve Bengal, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengal. And welcome back to the pit here at Elder High School, where at halftime it is tied, locked up 10-10. to We have a good old good one, as uh, Marty Brenneman used to always say. Uh, all evenly matched up, and uh, it's exactly what you, you want to see in a, in a great high school football matchup. And another thing, it's great to have the band back. Yeah. The first couple of weeks, yeah. uh, since of the COVID, they weren't able to rehearse, do anything uh, in the preseason, so they just didn't have anything going, according to Jordan uh, Shad, and so... They're here. There's noise in the background. We like it. Uh, so, uh, but guys, uh, it, 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 what can you say? It's a great yeah. first half by both both teams. Are looking good. This is going to be a, a slugfest here in the second half. Yeah, Elder came out and did what Elder has been doing the last couple weeks with their offense. Defense stepped up. Was looking really good. And St. X kind of solved some of Elder's offensive problems with their defense. And uh, Elder's defense has hung in there, only allowing uh, St. X to score 10 points in the first half. But I, I think, uh, you know, the second half is going to be a very interesting uh, affair with uh, St. X getting the ball first. I think it was good that Elder got off to a quick start, uh, and they did. One of the keys that I had, get, come up with a good start, they did. And, uh, you know, St. X just pecked away. Uh, a long field goal for special teams for St. X. And then St. X, first rushing touchdown of the year uh, right before half. And this is the second game, I think. I think the LaSalle game, uh, they also scored late in the first half. Uh, and I th- I think they did the same thing tonight, too. So we'll see. But it seems like St. X has the momentum going into halftime. Elder had the momentum early. We'll see what happens in the second half. Scotty Neiman looking good uh, in the first touchdown pass of the game. 26-yard catch, another uh, great over-the-shoulder catch. And, you know, guys, uh, when you have somebody at his height and speed, it just gives you a lot of matchup problems. And Elder was able to uh, team up and get that score. There's plenty of 
star players and plenty of talent on the offensive side and defensive side for the uh, for the ball for the other Panthers. On the offensive side, Doug Ramsey said something interesting in the, in the pregame show is that with all the talent we have on offense, all we can, all we need to do is block a little bit, and we should be very good. So we're, we're seeing that uh, result in the first half. And Andrew Harp got some big plays in as well. Why don't we run down? I, I know it's kind of dark in here, Tom, uh, but uh, right. let's see if we can get some stats here of the first half. Sure. Score here at halftime is 10-10. to 10. Uh, First downs also were even, both teams with six first downs. Uh, St. X, uh, uh, 10 rushes for 15 yards. And Elders, 16 rushes for 23 yards. Uh, St. X passing 105 yards. Ben Hamilton, uh, 7 for 9 for 117. Uh, Total yards. 25 plays for Elder for 140, 25 plays for St. X, 120. So it's very even pretty much, and that explains uh, the score. I'm trying to think here, Mark. Uh, no turnovers. Uh, punts. St. X had three for just under 36 yards. And Elder, three punts just at 27. But Ben Hamilton ran, running for his life in the one. Uh, so... Third down conversions, conversions. Uh, say next zero for five and Elder nothing for four. Uh, say next one for one on fourth down, and red zone red zone scoring plays. They're both perfect. Say next two for two, and the Elder Panthers one for one. All right, you're listening to the Cobalt Banker West Show halftime report. We're going to take a quick timeout. We come back. We're going to head it over to Steve and get you all caught up with the scores right here at the pit. It's Elder 10 and St. X 10 on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. I'm Deacon Bob Fay. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. And right over to Steve Bengal with uh, all the scores in the air that we have at or near the half. At or near the half is correct, and in the, at the half, in the game you're listening to here on the Prep Sports Radio Network, it's Elder and St. X knotted up at 10 apiece. LaSalle 14, Lakota East nothing. Louisville Trinity all over the Molar Crusaders tonight, 37 to nothing at or near the half. It's Coleraine 17, Princeton 7. Hamilton losing to Fairfield right now, seven to nothing. It's uh, Mason fourteen, Oak Hill six. Oak Hill's jumped out with a six to nothing lead in that game, and it's been all Mason since that point. Uh, fourteen to nothing, Sycamore losing to Lakota West at this point in the Cincinnati Hills League. It's uh, Indian Hill six, Marymount nothing. Redding and Taylor knotted at seven. Anderson. 24, 11, and 7 in ECC action. Turpin 17, Little Miami 8. Loveland Milford game uh, was canceled, so that score is Loveland Milford uh, nothing, uh, COVID 19. Uh, Wynn Woods 14, West Claremont 13. 
in the Southwest Ohio Conference action, Northwest and Edgewood, and a close one, 14 to 13, Edgewood in that affair. It's Harrison 17, Mount Healthy 7, Ross 21, Talwanda nothing. Miami Valley Conference action, Cincinnati Hills Christian Academy 7, Purcell Marion 6. In the Battle of the Country Day, Summit Country Day, right now over Cincinnati Country Day, 18-7. to 7. Southern Buckeye Conference, it's Blanchester 14, Williamsburg nothing. Williamsburg, same score, 14 to nothing over Goshen. And uh, Clinton Massey, 35, Western Brown, 20, New Richmond, 7, Batavia, nothing. Other action, Monroe over Eaton right now, 14 to 9. Miamisburg, Springboro game was canceled. Uh, south of the border for the first time this year, uh, Covington Catholic seven, Dixie Heights, the Colonels over the Colonels seven to nothing, and uh, in Indiana it's Lawrenceburg uh, being a bad host to Greensburg. Uh, they're all the Tigers are all over the Pirates right now, twenty eight to seven. So those are all the scores we have at or near the half. We'll be following up with a lot of those uh, later on tonight, and hopefully we'll uh, have the whole scoreboard filled out for you. We don't have a lot of time. We're going to keep it with you, Steve. Let's uh, look at the keys of the game for the second half for the Bombers. A game of momentum. It seems like the Elder came out a little more fired up. Uh, Like you said, they're both figuring it out. Uh, Evenly matched, but it seemed that X had a little bit of momentum going into the half. I I think simple key to the game for for St. X is to go back uh, to the old Steve Speck playbook. They, They need to throw the marker down on this first drive they get the ball back, score a touchdown, and then let their defense uh, take them to the house. I think that's old old school Steve Speck. Let you you know score a little bit, and then let your defense uh, settle it. And I think that's what we're going to be looking at in the second half here for St. X. Tom, that's that, think, the, the Elder. Think, you sure? I think for Elder, St. X defensive line found their legs, if you will, and and they really bumped. Uh, made it difficult for the Panthers to run the ball effectively uh, after the first couple possessions. Elder's got to find a way uh, to, to move the ball downfield. Run pass option's going to work. Uh, they're there. Uh, they just need to give Ben Hamilton a little bit more time. He's had a couple sacks in the first half, but more, more times than not, uh, he's been spot on. And, of course, taking care of the ball, turnover is going to be key in the second half as well. Well, uh we have a long night of high school football coverage for you. We've been getting reports from Wally Welch, who's over at La Rosa's. Uh, the video screen is working beautifully. You can head out there and watch the remainder of the game. Uh, great food at La Rosa's and great entertainment, hopefully, by us uh, uh, following the game. Uh, and uh, we, we would welcome seeing all out at La Rosa's. So uh, that's all the time we have here for the Coldwell Banker Westshell Halftime Report. Stay tuned for Len Harvey, Phil Bangle for all the second half action right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. For an easy shopping experience and unbelievable deals, it's Joseph Toyota on Colerain and josephtoyota.com. 
By shopping online, you can value your trade-in and make your own deal all from the comfort of your own home. And every new car purchase includes the Joseph Toyota Advantage of a lifetime powertrain warranty, $500 towards your next trade-in, free shuttles for service, and a whole host of other benefits. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from us. Joseph Toyota, 9101 Coleraine Avenue and at josephtoyota.com. Proud to support elder football. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom from Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, head team physician for Elder High School. Due to COVID-19, 2020 has been an incredibly challenging year for all of us. But at Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, we never closed our doors. We immediately instituted extra screening, cleaning, and protective protocols for all our patients and associates, backed up by an outstanding hospital network of comprehensive care providers. We're available six days a week, including Saturday morning sports clinics. That's Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, 6045 Bridgetown Road, 513-347-9999. Proud to support elder football. Skyline Chili, before or after a game, is a tradition that spans generations. And Skyline Chili, like elder, has its roots in Price Hill. The Lambrinides family carries on this tradition with Skyline Chili restaurants in Delhi, Harrison Avenue and Dent, and Glenway Avenue. So put on your purple and enjoy that delicious Skyline Chili. It's always Skyline time. Together, at last, it's Skyline time. This is Father Benedict Kinsler, the pastor of Our Lady of Victory in Delhi. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFP Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. Welcome back. Uh, Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal, getting ready to start the second half. A 10-10 score, St. X and Elder. It was all Elder to start the game. A 26-yard touchdown pass from Neiman, uh, from Hamilton, rather, to Neiman. And that was 8.53 of the first quarter. And then a good 39-yard catch by Lance Neville set up a field goal at 28 yards for uh, Mueller. And that was uh, right at 23 seconds of the first quarter. It was 10 to nothing, Elder Panthers. But St. Xavier was able to get going a little bit. They got a one-yard field goal. Excuse me, they got a field goal, rather, um, of 37 yards. Uh, as Roe Miller got that going to make it 10 to 3 at the 7:42 mark of the second, and then uh, Versansky a six-yard touchdown run to tie it up at 10. So good first half uh, of football all around, a very quick pace and good football here on this Friday night. But uh, Phil Bengal, what are your thoughts of the first half? Well, I think it's just been you know one of those games where it's. Obviously, now that we're we're back squared up at ten, it's going to be one of those games of who who can execute their game plan the best here in these next two quarters. I mean, everything you did in the first half definitely means something. It, it allowed you to get some ideas of what the other team was doing. But I you know I'm interested to see how Elder reacts to St. X's offense looking like they're getting into their groove, and Elder's offense has been you know a little bit stagnant. So let's see if Elder can breathe some life in to themselves. Elder's defense, but doing a, a, a fairly good job. Uh, of keeping X off of the board so far, so let's see if that continues. You know, one of the things though that makes these things great, the, the, these games great with Elder and St. X, is we have guys like Charlie Heidel, class of 1933. He's 104 years old and still cheering on the Elder Panthers. Wow. And we just really want to thank Charlie for his support. I mean, that, that's absolutely amazing. Uh, you know, have a, have a 1933 grad uh, still watching 
enjoying the games at the pit. I mean, that's what makes this school so special. That's why I love being at Elder High School all the time, love teaching here, love coaching here, love being around here, and uh, it's a fantastic testament to our alumni for guys like Charlie. So thank you for your support. We're glad that you're listening, and thank you to all the other alums and supporters that are out there listening, watching, and enjoying these games week after week. We truly do uh, appreciate your support for Elder High School. Absolutely, and they appreciate. I appreciate as an outsider as well to do it because it's great. And there's the kickoff, and it's going to be Clifford back at his 11. He fumbles it, but he gets it back to the 15. He's to the 20, and he's out to the 24-yard line. We'll set it up for the uh, St. Xavier Bombers on a first down at 10. They'll set up a good uh, tackle by Jack Willenborg, and he's always around the ball. Yeah, Willenborg and Eckstein kind of come off of that pile. Uh, now we'll see what, what St. X's offense is able to do. And we talked about that they just had their first rushing touchdown of the season in the first half, but we know that they've thrown, uh, they throw the ball very well. So let's see if they come out, you know, guns a blazing and, and try to get Elder secondary on their heels. Uh, and they're going to come out spreading it out a little bit. They do. They got three wide receivers to the right on the first down and 10 at the 25. Makai under center. And Makai is going to give it up the middle to McCollum. And McCollum is going to get to about the 35-yard line and across uh, the 36-yard line for Charles Kellum. And Kellum got a good uh, good run that time, got behind the offensive line. Yeah, Kellum, two, two arms on the ball, just bringing it downhill, picking up the, the first down very quickly. That big offensive line we talked about for St. X, very efficient there. So Elder's defense is going to have to push back and can't be on their skates. One wide receiver to the left and one to the right on this first down and 10 at the 36-yard line. They go in motion, and the and the give to the right side is going to be McFarland, and he gets across the 35 to the 40 to the 45, but there is a flag down right at the 30-yard line, so this one's coming back. See what they uh, they call here, but that looks like it's coming back. Tonight's game is brought to you by Schmidt Heating and Cooling. Football season begins hot and humid, then finishes cold and frigid. Schmidt Heating and Cooling wants you to keep your family comfortable no matter what the weather. Schmidt Heating and Cooling at 531-6900. That's, uh, they've been family-owned and operated since 1954. They'll give you the straight answers and help you uh, when you're looking with your system. Schmidt Heating and Cooling, it's proud to support elder football. And a hold on that one. So we'll move it back to the 21-yard line. St. Xavier will have a first and 10, and they'll set up at the 21. 11-22 to go. Third quarter, tied at 10. Two wide receivers to the left and one to the right. Under center, Mackay, the give, the fake to McCollum. is And it's going to be uh, looking and looking and throwing into the uh, – and Larkins caught it on the sidelines. But uh, you got to give Mackay credit there. He, he kept going as long as he could. Yeah, great pressure from Stemmler. A couple other guys, I mean – a close one there, almost got a got a false start for for St. X. I thought uh, you know thought the left guard might have lifted his hand before the snap. I know Elder would have liked that to get them pushed back a little bit, but I'll, I'll take the uh, you know shut down and put it at second and twenty five. Second and twenty five. They set up at the twenty one. Three wide receivers to the left, two to the right. Shotgun Mackay, empty backfield, setting up at his 16. Now looks, throws, it's complete to the side at around the 26 to the 27-yard line. Jalen Patterson on the catch for St. Xavier. And that's going to be uh, on the stop for the Panthers. Chris Cameron and Nicholas Paff uh, are able to bring him down. You know, the Panthers pretty quick on that, so they're only able to move the ball uh, to make it a third and 17 with about 10.45 remaining in the third. So the Panthers, it's a big third down. I mean, big third down if they can force this three and out to start the quarter. They've got three wide left, one wide right, 
Cullum in the backfield, and they set up shotgun Mackay. Mackay steps back at his 22, rolls to his left, now throwing. It's complete to the 30, and nothing doing. That was Jalen Patterson, and, in, and that really didn't get much out to the 30-yard line. So, again, of about a yard, it'll be fourth down coming up for St. Xavier. Great pressure by the Panthers pushing up, and then finally a whole host of guys come in and make the play uh, to force this fourth down punt from the 32. So the Panthers' defense answers the call. Gavin Vogelson will look to kick this one away for St. Xavier. He's at this 16. It's a bouncing snap, and he gets it and kicks it well. It's going to be Flowers will catch it at the 31-yard line, and he goes out of bounds. So a nice kick by Vogelson, about 50 yards. Well, and you have to say, it's one of those things that's it's always... It's always funny when you watch football. There's so many times you see bad snaps, and they take a bounce, and they just go flying. That one was like a perfect ground ball straight back. I mean, that could have been disastrous had that thing started going left or right, and they wouldn't have been able to turn the field onto the Panthers, but still able to get off a great punt. Elder's going to start from 31. So let's see if that Elder offense we saw, very powerful in the first quarter. Let's see if they can come back. First and 10 Panthers at the 31 from right to left they go of your radio dial too wide to the left. Hamilton pitched to the right to Cooper Johnson. Cooper spins off a tackle, gets to the 31 and back to the line of scrimmage, but he's lucky to get that. There is a flag down right around the 31 yard line after around the right after the play. Let's see what they uh, what they get here and they get a block yeah. block in the back on the Panthers. Yeah, so this one is coming back. Tonight's game is brought to you by Hoding Realtors, proud to sponsor uh, Elder Panther football. The next time you're selling your home or looking for a new one, call one of the Elder grads or Hoding team members, Brian Basie, Steve Florian, Rick Hoding, Doug Rolfus, Mike Rolfus, or Mike Wright. Call Hoding Realtors for all of your real estate needs at 451-4800 or visit them on the web at Hoding.com, H-O-E-T-I-N-G.com. 9.35 remaining here in the third quarter. We have a 10-10 tie. The Panthers now have a first and 20 at the 21-yard line. Two wide receivers to the left side. Shotgun, it's Ramsey in at quarterback this time. Ramsey's going to run it. Ramsey across the 25, and he gets to about the 27-yard line. Maybe the 26. We'll see where they mark it, but a gain of about five on that one. Grant Lyons able to, to trip Drew Ramsey up and not allow that to be too big of a game. So as the clock ticks to the nine-minute mark, after Elder is able to force that punt, you know, we said this is a big possession, a big series to see if Elder can turn this into points. So a long th- a long second down here, need to definitely convert on this, make it a manageable third. They're going to mark it second and 16 from the 25, three wide to the right, two to the left. Looking Hamilton down the field, it's Neiman, an incomplete. He had Neiman, but a little bit too far to the right side as Neiman uh, – was covered by Drew Britt. Drew Britt just step for step from that ball just out of out of the reach. Uh, ben Hamilton threw that one with a, a little bit too much on it uh, and couldn't come up with it. So the Panthers a difficult third and 16 here from the 25. Uh, you know, clock stops at 8:41. So let's see if the Panthers are, are going to take a shot and see if they can pick this up or if they're going to be content with. Uh, just making sure they don't give St. X great field position. Yeah, one thing you don't want to do is turn the ball over. It's third and 16 at the 25. Two wide receivers to the right, two to the left side. Shotgun formation, Hamilton stepping up. has got protection this time. Throws it down the field, looking again for Neiman. Neiman's got it at the 37-yard line, but let's see. Now it 
out of bounds. So let's see what they call here, Phil. Well, did it come out of? Did he? There wasn't a catch. Is it definitely a catch? But there was a flag thrown in that, and I thought that uh, I think that was Drew Britt in coverage again. Was it on that one? Yeah, they mark him right around the 33-yard line. So it's going to be a first down and 10 for the Panthers. No, sorry, that was Gabe Dubois in coverage, I, I believe. And I think that and that's going to be, it was a pass interference on it. So that is a big play, big play, uh, turn that field. I'll tell you, you know, Neiman made the catch and went out of bounds. And you, was, you weren't sure because the ball had come out. But they rolled in a catch. So three wide receivers to the right, a first and 10 at the 33. Hamilton looking, stepping up in the pocket, throwing complete to Ramsey at the 25 to the 24-yard line before he's brought down by Matthew Devine. But there's going to be... They get a face mask on this one yeah. on a penalty here. So you're going to roll the roll the ball forward again for the Panthers. Drew Ramsey coming across the middle, getting in front of his defender. Ben Hamilton finding a quick pass. Offense line giving him good time. Panthers benefiting though from you know uh, it, uh, obviously a little bit of a, a miscue by the St. X defense after that big play. I mean, that can happen sometimes. You give up a big play, and now all of a sudden you're real concerned about not you know, giving up another one, and you go reaching, and on that one the Panthers get the benefit. First down and 10 from the 19-yard line. Stepping up to the right, it's going to be Ramsey. Give it uh, up the middle. Ramsey going to run it inside the 20 to about back to the 19-yard line. So not much there. Uh, it looked like they might have gone for Cooper Johnson to the right, but Ramsey decided to keep it himself. Gets it to uh, right around the line of scrimmage. Ben Hamilton, 8 of 11 so far, 168 yards, but that uh, big play 42 yards on 3rd and 16, Phil. And just another one, Neiman going up and making making a catch. We know he didn't get the, you know that one across the middle before we went to half, but you know those are the things that Neiman... Okay, didn't get that one. I'm going to get the next one. We'll make the next play. And that's Coach Ramsey talked about all the time. Got to make the next play. Second and 11 from the 22 wide to the left. And now looking as Hamilton to the left side throwing. He's got uh, down. It's incomplete. And it was intended, I believe, for Neiman in the left corner. And he gets up uh, fine through there. Oh, yeah, you get down to that corner. And last week, I think Drew Ramsey got tied up in the ropes. I mean, that's always nice about the friendly confines here at Elder High School. Uh, It gets kind of tight there on the sideline, and that was a good throw. Just put that ball where only your guy's going to get it or it's going to go out of bounds. You're not risking any sort of interception in the end zone. Uh, So third and 11 for the Panthers at about the seven-minute mark here. I mean, this is this is another big third down. Uh, you know, if you pick up a decent gain here, I think this is definitely go for it on fourth down uh, if you feel confident. If not, you got Andrew Mueller to go ahead and add three. Two wide right, two wide left. Third and 11 from the 20. Hamilton looking to throw. Throws it to the right to the Sabato. Incomplete. He had Sabato at about the 15, but it was overthrown. Just too much pressure from St. X to really get a great throw. That one just sailed high over Sabato's head as he sat at about the 15, like you said, just wide open out there. So now you're you're at fourth down. I think this is a little bit out out outside of of Mueller's range. So the Panthers going to go for it here. Yeah, it's um, a 37 yard attempt yeah. here, but uh, they're going to go for it on fourth and 11 at the 20. 7:02 remaining in the third quarter, tied at 10. 
Three wide receivers to the right. Two to the left side. Hamilton shotgun formation. Big play in this one. Setting up this fourth down. He's got time. Throws it. Neiman. End zone. Touchdown. Left side. Touchdown, Neiman. His second of the game. His fifth of the year. Wow. Just, just, just locked up in coverage. And when the ball came, he got separation. Made a play. Good throw. Ben Hamilton. Good protection offensive line. I mean, that's that's what you want to see on fourth down. So, so Nemo get, getting another one into the end zone. But man, that, I mean, that that's a that is, that's a great play. Twenty-yard touchdown for Neiman, and it is 16-10. Elder Penny, this extra point by Mueller. Here comes the snap. Austin Wanstrott will put it down. The kick is up, and it is good. 6.56 to go in the third quarter. It's the Elder Panthers 17, and the St. Xavier Bombers 10. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace, and they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth on a Friday night. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal, Elder High School at the pit, and Scotty Neiman just having a great season. Five touchdowns, that second one 20 yards on a fourth down, and that was tremendous. Fantastic job all around there by, by the Elder offense. I mean, Scotty Neiman obviously makes the play at the end, but just the ability and concentration to make those kind of plays, you know, as a unit in these types of games are big. I mean, that's a fourth down, you know, that's a tough fourth down. No Knowing that you don't get it, you're, you're, you're turning the ball over to the defense to see what they can do. But Elder able to get that three and out and then get the score to jump ahead. Mueller will look to kick this one, and Du Bois back at his two. He's to the five, to the ten, to the fifteen. Now across the twenty, twenty-five. Burst of speed. He gets to the thirty-one yard line. So a good return of twenty-nine yards by Du Bois, and Saint Xavier will have a chance. But one thing I was impressed with Hamilton. He had two bad throws on that drive of overthrows. He had Sabato open at the fifteen, but then that didn't even affect him on that nice throw in the left corner of the end zone. Yeah, mentally tough. I mean, you have to be mentally tough uh, as a quarterback. I mean, a lot of a lot of the, the quarterbacks, as you, especially when you move through the ranks, they talk about that. I mean, it's, it's next play mentality. I mean, you can't live and live on those things. You can learn from them when you look at the, the film or the you know the the different stuff on the sidelines. But other than that, I mean, you just kind of got to go with it. And Ben Hamilton's done a good job of that. First and ten at the 32-yard line, and now it's going to be Clifford going to throw it. Clifford down the sidelines. It is incomplete, intended for Jalen Patterson. So a little bit of a trickery for St. Xavier to start their drive here. Yeah, Chris Cameron just gets his hand in there, just puts it up. He's got good coverage. I mean, that really looked like that ball's thrown a little bit further. I mean, Elder's going to be in trouble on that one, but Chris gets his hand in there, breaks it up. Clifford comes around to the short side of the field, uh, and the Panthers react well. So now the defense, now St. X gets back into what they usually do. Second and ten from the 32 for the Bombers. Two wide receivers to the left as they go from left to right under center Mackay they give up the middle Versansky gets across the 35 to the 37 yard line a gain of five on second down it'll be third and five coming up LaRosa's makes it easy to order your favorite pizza on a smartphone or a tablet go to LaRosa's.com order online or download our mobile app at LaRosa's 
Elder.com. 6.23 remaining here in quarter number three. Elder with a 17-10 lead. A fast-paced game, but just a good, well-played uh, defensive game as well. Three wide receivers for the Bombers on a third and five at the 37. Three to the left and one to the right now for a fourth wide receiver. Shotgun, Makai. Makai back at his 30. Now steps at his 28. Throws. It is incomplete for Sansky and a good defensive play by Nicholas Path on the left sideline. Excellent job, Nicholas Path on the coverage. You know, as that clock ticks to the, to the 559 mark, Elders defense with another three and out. You know, one of the other things I'm starting to notice, Sanex's offensive line, very a little slow. When the ball snapped, the rest of the guys aren't firing. So if Elder can, you know, really start paying attention to that football, they might be able to get, get to those guys, get their hands on them quick. Bogelson, another bounce snap. This time catches it brilliantly, and it's Flowers going to let it bounce and get out of the way there at the 25. That was a little bit dangerous, but downed by Eli Kirk of St. Xavier, but the Panthers were going to get the football back. It's been a great defensive effort so far by Elder. You know, they, they had a 10-0 lead, then St. Xavier came roaring back 10-10, but now 17-10 lead has been good third quarter so far. And the Panthers just doing what, you know, I'm sure they talked about in the locker room. I mean, just got to force St. X's offense in these three and outs, and when the offense gets the football, they got to capitalize. So right now, the defense does another good job of holding St. Xavier just right there getting them on that three and out and now it's the offense turn return the favor move that football down the field give give yourselves another chance to take take the take a big lead first and 10 at the 25 we're going to get a timeout by uh, the Panthers. We'll keep it here. Call Banker West Shell. They're two strong names you can trust when marketing or buying a home. And they're proud to continue servicing the West Side and then support elder football. Call a Banker West Shell, 922-9400 to visit them at cbws.com. 17-10, Elder Panthers on top of the St. Xavier Bombers here at the pit. 5.49 remaining in the third quarter. Plenty of football left. Another great one, Phil. We've done you know, a couple of good games already. We had the big LaSalle game, 53-52 to start the season. But uh, next week it's Muller. It doesn't get any easier. Right. The Elder's going to you know, roll through their final GCL game next week. So, I mean, that's that's going to be the task next week. Right now, you know, the other thing is, is Elder's offense – 5.49 to go here. It would be absolutely fantastic if they can control the ball, move it down the field. If they happen to run some clock at the same time, that's okay, but you're not in clock control mode. I mean, you're so like you said, there's so much time, so you're not going to get conservative here. I mean, I think Elder's offense can continue to, to push the envelope down the field a bit. Now, X's offense, they still are averaging you know, 11 yards per pass coming into this football game, 561 yards coming in, and had a really good night, so look to see if they're offense catches fire first and 10 at the 25 hamilton's going to keep it himself across the 20 he's to the 25 around the 26 yard line a gain of about a yard or two on that one with 539 hamilton so far phil 9 of 14 188 yards two touchdowns to scotty neiman really having a good night i mean a good night good night uh, last friday you know previous week as well so ben hamilton really coming uh, into that that position back there qb1 um just staying strong in the pocket looking downfield and and having that short memory second and eight from the 27 yard line they got two on that one two wide receivers to the left and one to the right setting up hamilton stepping up looking he's got time to throw throws it down the field he's got your ramsey and oh it just went over the fingertips he was open that would have been 73 yards for the touchdown it just missed 
I think Coach Ramsey's looking for a, a flag saying that he was pushed at about the end of the Panther, uh, at the back of the Panther's head, that he might have gotten a little bit of contact there, uh, but still had an opportunity to go get the football. It's just a little bit out of reach. I mean, that's a, that's a play that... Man, yeah, had that one. I mean, that that's a that's a huge huge score, big momentum lift. But the Panthers still got an opportunity. Third and eight with five minutes to go. Third and eight from the twenty-seven yard line. Five oh four remaining here in quarter number three. The Panthers have a seventeen ten lead. Two wide receivers to the left side. They line up now with three, actually, to the right. Now looking. It's going to be Hamilton rolling to his right, looking down the field, throwing. He's got Neiman, but that was a little too far for him. And it's uh, no flag on the play to the right sideline. Everybody wanted one, but no flag, Phil. Yeah, nothing there. I mean, that's too far away for me to really, uh, you know, guess at it. I mean, I guess if you're watching on TV, or you know, you might be able to see it a little bit better. But I just thought that, you know, he wasn't able to... I mean, that's two that uh, Coach Ramsey's, you know, really getting on the back judge here, just really kind of asking him what, what, what we're missing. So the Panthers can be forced to punt. Du Bois is going to line up back at his 35-yard line and setting up Hamilton looking. It's like Ramsey looking to punt, and he does. A left-footed punt. It's going to be a short one, and it's going to bounce and take a St. Xavier bounce at the 49-yard line of Elder. So... It'll be a short field for St. Xavier this time. And a couple of misplays on that one, that drive, Phil. You look at the one for Ramsey and again for Neiman, pretty close. Uh, Hamilton just missed those. Yeah, and those are plays, you know, in games like this. I mean, you want to get one or one of those two. Uh, I mean, obviously, I know if you get one, you don't have to worry about the second one. But, I mean, those are just the ones you really hope to capitalize on. So, CNX here with their offense that is incredibly powerful is already spreading it out. First and 10 at the 47-yard line. The give up the middle, and it's it's Kellum, and he gets to the 45-yard line. A gain of about two for St. Xavier. Cooper Electric is proud to sponsor Elder Football. Reliable service and prompt and quality service, the hallmark of Cooper Electric's business. Upgrading your electrical service for the home or your business is easy with Cooper Electric. Give them a call at 513-271-5000, Cooper Electric. Second and seven from the 44-yard line. They set up now looking to the right, left side. They're going to give it to Cullum. And Kellum is going to get about to the 43-yard line, a gain of maybe a yard or two on that one. For Kellum. Yeah, it looked like Nicholas Paff being a first guy to the spot and a couple other Panthers. So third down. St. X you know, has been been at this spot before, and Elder's been able to get off the field several times on third down. They're bringing in David Larkins to be a, be, a, be a rusher. He's had some success, a QB hurry, a knockdown pass. So let's see if he can really mess things up in there. He's going to be lining up across the guard. Third and five from the 42, three wide right, two wide left, shotgun McCoy. McCoy looking the throw. And now it is complete to the 39-yard line. Du Bois, uh, check that. That was uh, Terrell Mc, McFarland, number eight. He's going to be he's going to be just a yard short on that one. And we saw this earlier. You know, whenever a yard short, they went with that behind that big Sanex offensive line, uh, and were able to Collins, Renneker, Parker, all in in, in Jackson Wassler. Uh, and just got a push up front to pick up. I mean, this is about a half yard. Fourth and about, as you mentioned, they put a yard on the uh, scoreboard with 3.01 and counting now here in the third quarter, 17-10 Elder. One wide left, one wide right. Shotgun, McKay. 
Makai looking, throwing. The blitz comes. It's complete, and it's out to the 34-yard line of Elder. And that was Jalen Patterson for St. Xavier. Nicholas Paff on the tackle. And able to pick up the first down, move the sticks. Yeah, that clock continue, was ticking. We're at 249 to go in the third as, it, as the clock goes back to rolling here. So St. X, you know, plenty of time here down one score. One wide right in Clifford, two wide left side. Shotgun, Mackay now looking, looking to throw. He steps up into his 40. He's got time, throws it down the field. It is complete inside the 10 to the touchdown. 33-yard touchdown. It's Terrell McFarland on the right side. And look here, it's a close to a tie game, 17-16. Yeah, Roe Miller's going to come out to, to look to add that extra point to go ahead and tie this, but just a quick one there. Downfield, just, just look the guy off and just continue to run the route. What a good pickup by the Senex offense. McFarland gets down there. McKay just, he, he did a good job throwing that football, standing tall in the pocket. So Senex looks to tie this one up. I mean, this is this is good old-fashioned GCL game. Not as high scoring as the LaSalle game, but this is just a lot of back and forth. And with 227, they look to add the extra point. We've got a flag down here. With 227. And they're calling encroachment on the Panthers. Uh, and they'll decline that because kickers, kickers don't, don't want to move forward and, uh, mess up their, mess up their steps. <laughs> exactly. Makai, uh, is now, let's see here. I'm looking at, uh, some of the stats. He, that's his, uh, the first touchdown of this game. 17-16, looking to add the extra point. Roe Miller. Here comes the snap. The kick is up, and it is good. So with 2.27 left in quarter number three, don't go anywhere. It's Elder 17, St. Xavier 17 on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428, and brozartpharmacy.com. Welcome back to the pit. It's the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth, Len Harvey, Phil Bengal. A game that is tied again, 17-17. Elder had a 10-0 lead, then it was 10-10. Elder took a 17-10 lead on a Scotty Neiman second touchdown, but this time it's Mackay, 33 yards to Jalen Patterson, and it's a touchdown for St. Xavier. So we're tied at 17. Right back to it. And one of the things, you know, Len, I said to you off the air, that, that's the third time we've seen a snap from St. X, too, just basically go like a ground ball. So you got to hope maybe one of those will go into Elder's favor as a kick source. 225, and they get the kickoff, and it's up the middle across the 25 to the 30, and around the 35 to the 36-yard line. And it's hard to tell the number. Uh, and it's going to be Flowers getting it <laughs> up yeah, the middle. Yeah, Flowers back there bringing it up. Did a great job returning that kick, giving the Panthers some 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 really good field position. So let's see Elder's offense having some troubles. Last series they, they had some shots, weren't able to convert. So you got to have confidence. You know it's there. It's not like you're just stalling out. You're having some good looks. So there, there's no need to panic. And the Panthers can, can go back looking downfield and trying to get – 
X back on their skates. First and 10 at the 36, looking, rolling, Hamilton throwing. It is complete to the sideline. It is Scotty Neiman at the 37-yard line of St. Xavier, and that man again. Yeah, I love those rollouts when you got those three options just right, right away. You can make your quick read as a quarterback, and you see Scotty Neiman way out there, and today he's got some bright orange gloves on too. So it's, it's nice and uh, easy to see him downfield. Uh, just another big catch, moving the football down to the to the 38. So the Panthers right away come out of the gates attacking. First and 10 at the 38. They line up, and it's going to be Cooper Johnson getting the call this time. And Cooper gets to about the 38-yard line, back to the line of scrimmage. If you're feeling good and hungry, then you know it's skyline time. There's no better West Side tradition than skyline chili before or after the game. Skyline chili on Delhi Pike, Harrison Avenue in Dent, or Glenway Avenue across from Pep Boys. 1.30 to go here in the third quarter. It is 17-17. Elder and St. Xavier, good good game. It's going to continue with a minute 22 and counting. Three wide receivers to the right for Elder, two to the left, five wide receivers for the Panthers. Hamilton setting up, got protection, throwing down the field. He's got Ramsey at the 10. He's at the 5. Touchdown, 38 yards. Elder Panthers no flags absolutely great job ramsey again just getting open across the middle of the field ben hamilton getting off his off the pass and the the tough part about that pass was the fact that he was getting pressure from matthew devine matthew devine came in unblocked on the left side of the line and so hamilton knew he had to get that ball off and as he got hit that ball kind of wobbled through the air but ramsey able to make the catch get down so the panthers score quick with a minute eight to go in the third quarter look to go up seven and now mueller will look to add the extra point the kick is up and this one is good so with 108 to go in quarter number three it is elder now 24 and saint xavier 17 we'll take a timeout on the prep sports radio network Hey, Panther fans. The Urology Group wants to wish this year's team all the best for a successful season. The team works hard to make every game memorable. But what if your biggest memory of the game is standing in line for the restroom? If you're experiencing frequent trips to the restroom, the Urology Group can help. 513-841-7400 or at urologygroup.com. Proud to support Elder Football. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. A 38-yard touchdown completion from Hamilton to Drew Ramsey, and the Panthers now have a 24-17 lead. And, Phil, you know, looking at some of the uh, the numbers for Elder, you know, you look at uh, quarterback, and Hamilton, 11 of 18, 252 yards, and three touchdowns. He now has 10 touchdowns on the year. He's been doing a fantastic job. And, and again, that young offensive line that people were looking at might be not able to take over has done a great job as that kick soars out and Clifford brings it out all the way up to the 25-yard line, finally brought down by George's on that play. So the Panthers, now it's defense time. Yeah, the defense is going to have to step up uh, 24-17, just about a minute two to go here in the third quarter. The Panthers have that 24-17 lead, and uh, St. Xavier scored on their last uh, drive, a 30-yard touchdown. Uh, They were able to to get that, and we look at uh, the numbers. It was Mackay to McFarland for 33 yards and a touchdown there. 
First and 10 at the 25 for St. Xavier. From left to right they go with a minute two remaining here in the third. Three wide receivers to the right, one to the left. Mackay with Clifford in motion. The the give to Clifford. Clifford's going to keep it to the 25, and he's taken down at about the 27-yard line. The Elder Panthers get him there as Andrew Spinney got him on the left side. Yeah, almost able to break that one. Almost. Uh, but Spinney was able to continue to provide pursuit and take Clifford down. So St. X doing some different things. We really haven't, haven't seen Clifford be, be that involved in the run game, so hopefully that's the Panthers continue to be able to keep him in check. Second and seven from the 28, and it's going to be the quarterback keeper. Mackay is going to run out of bounds at the 35-yard line. He got really close to the marker, Phil. I think they're going to give him the first down. Yeah, they're going to move the change. Willenborg was in pursuit, but just got in a little bit of over, you know over pursued to the inside. And McKay's able, you know, able to get they're able to get outside, pick that up, and, and real get real quick. Mackay setting up a first and 10 at the 35-yard line. Three wide receivers to the right side. Under center, this time the give for Versansky, and Versansky gets to the 37-yard line. A gain of two with 20 seconds left in the third. I don't know if they're going to be able to get another playoff before the end of this third quarter, but an exciting one here and at mi- the pit. They might be happy to just say, let's, let's go, but uh, it looks like they're going to line up. They might think yeah. about it. Maybe see if they can get Elder to, to jump off, possibly. Down to two seconds, under center, down to one, and that'll do it. That is the end of the third quarter of play with the score. Elder Panthers 24, St. Xavier Bombers 17. We'll take a timeout and come back with the fourth quarter on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder fans, Walt Kelsey here, class of 2000 with Kelsey Chevrolet. Proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. We're the Tri-State's fastest-growing Chevy dealer and pre-owned superstore. Plus, lifetime powertrain protection from our family to yours for life. Introducing our brand-new state-of-the-art Kelsey Collision Center. Repairing all makes, all models, and working with all insurance companies. Plus, our newly expanded certified service center. From our Elder family to yours, go Panthers, out to Europe. Visit us at KelseyChev.com. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Did you know that almost 3.5 million young people will suffer a sports medicine-related injury this year? And 50% of those injuries are considered overuse injuries from focusing too much on one activity? Remember, a long-term healthy lifestyle begins when we're young. If your youngster is limping, has swelling, or is complaining of pain, we can help get them back in the game safely. Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, 347 9999. That's 347-9999. Welcome back to the pit, the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Lund Harvey, Phil Bengal here, fourth quarter action. It's St. Xavier with a second and eight from the 37, going from right to left, two wide receivers to the right side and one to the left. Mackay looking to throw. He steps up. He's got all day to throw. Throws it down the field for Clifford. One hand catches. No good. Right around the 20-yard line. Flowers was on him. But Clifford was open, but a little bit overthrown. Wow. And I'll tell you what. Right there, that shows you the ability that Clifford has as he took that turn to continue to come up and maybe make a play downfield. He just went to another gear. I mean, to go after that football and really extend his arm. You know, he has just so much ability to make big plays for the Bombers. Setting up a third and eight at the 37 for the Bombers. 11.54 to go, fourth quarter. 24-17 Elder. Two wide receivers to the right. Setting up Mackay, looking to throw, and does to the sidelines. It's complete to about the 47-yard line. And Jalen Patterson, well, they're going to say actually right around the 43-yard line. 
Oh, no, it is the 47. I apologize. There's a lot of quick quick passes for the Bombers, just really trying to get out that just, you know, you know real quick three-step drop and get that football out there. Setting up a first and ten. Now they mark it at the 47 with 11.35 to go here in the fourth. Three wide to the right and one to the left. Looking, it's Mackay. Looking, rolling to his right now. Looking to throw. Looking maybe. He's going to run it across the 50 to the 45. Gets a block and gets to the 40. The 39-yard line of Elder. So a nice gain for Mackay. Yeah, great, good block downfield uh, by, uh, for St. X. Uh Shoot, I miss I mean, on my two deep. I got tons of guys on my two deep that that aren't on there. Jalen Patterson uh, come make comes and makes that play, and, and he makes a good block down the field to be able to pick that up. First and ten at the thirty-nine. Versansky across to the thirty-five yard line of Elder with a gain of a four on that, with eleven minutes to go here in the fourth. Yeah, here's here's my two deep problem. I got Jalen Patterson listed as number fourteen on my two deep, and that it's came Alex the, Kemper. That, yeah, and that came in the same email. Yeah, and then, you know. So <laughs> and then number seven is Jalen Patterson on the roster. So three wide. Apologies. Re- yeah, no, no worries. Three wide receivers to the left side, under center Mackay, column gonna get it inside the thirty and uh, right around the twenty-seven yard line, and Charles Kellum, who is really, I mean been held in check for the most part but he's uh, been able to get some and Kellum you know Kellum through through three quarters and we look at his rushing numbers he was two seven carries for 21 yards coming in first and 10 at the 27 yard line for St. Xavier Clifford to the left side the fumble and it's going to be falling on I believe St. Xavier is going to get it back and it, yeah see Cullum got, got back on it uh, there with the fumble right around the 28 yard line so with 10:21 remaining here in the fourth quarter, it'll be a second and 11 coming up for St. Xavier. The Panthers have a 24-17 lead, but the Bombers are driving into Elder territory, and they set up this second and 11 from the 29. Three wide receivers off to the right side, and one to the left in Clifford. Shotgun Mackay. They go in motion, and the fake, and now looking, it's Mackay stepping up in the pocket. A little bit to the right, going to run it to the 25, to the 20, out of bounds at the 19-yard line. A gain of 10 right around the stick, Phil. Yeah, and then as the Panthers have been able to get a little bit of pressure and flush it out and good coverage downfield, the one thing they haven't really had is that outside contain where they've been able to break those big plays. You had the one uh, uh, before that got them the first down, and this one here that almost picks up the first down, going to be about a yard short uh, with 9.55 to go in the fourth. Third and one. They'll mark it at the 19. Three wide receivers to the left. They'll line up in the backfield with Kellum. Under center, Mackay, the give to Kellum. Kellum's going to get inside the 20, gets to about the 16-yard line, so a gain of three. That will be enough for a St. Xavier first down. Tonight's game is brought to you by Red Wing Shoes. For over 114 years, the Red Wing Shoe Company of Red Wing, Minnesota, has crafted and distributed premium footwear for work and outdoor. And now with the Red Wing Shoe Store's Ultimate Fit Experience, you'll receive state-of-the-art food scan, foot scanning rather, and fitting and products best suited for your work environment. Get them uh, the fit at Western Hills, Florence, Eastgate, and off at Tri-County. Here's Mackay throwing. It is complete at about the 7-yard line, and that's the big tight end. Joey Wassler 
getting the catch right around the six. Jake McGinnis, I, I, apologies, McGinnis. Yeah, he, he just came in at the... Uh, you know, McGinnis came up and made that play. They, they've been throwing in two of those guys going unbalanced right now on the line. As Wassler's lining up out there, but McGinnis is actually, you know, on the lining up right next to the tackle. Second and one. They'll mark it at the eight. Here's Mackay, the pitch to the right side. Cullum is going to run into the end zone for the touchdown for St. Xavier. Eight-yard touchdown, and here we are within one point again, Phil Bengal. Just running that quick pitch on the outside. They left Luke Flowers maybe to make the diving save on the on a touchdown, but the Bombers able to answer real quick. It's at 8.51. Bombers looking to throw Miller, have Roe Miller come out and tie this up. I told you, the last three snaps have been ground balls. Let's see if they can get this one in the air. Yeah. you got to figure at some point, you keep putting it on the turf, it's not going to end up well. And they'll get ready for this snap here with 8.51 to go here in the fourth quarter to tie this one up. Here comes the snap and the hold, and Roe Miller will put it through the uprights. So with 8.51 to go in the fourth quarter, we are all tied up again at 24. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. La Rosa's proudly supports high school sports. Whether you're fueling up before the game or celebrating afterwards, La Rosa's for great pizza, wings, hoagies, and more. Dine in or 513-347-1111 for pickup. Or we'll deliver wherever you are within our delivery area. Order online or La Rosa's new mobile ordering at LaRosa's.com. Welcome back to the pit. It's the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal here on a Friday night. Great football game tied at 24. I'll tell you, it doesn't get much better than that. I just, we, we said it, it, well, you never know. I mean, there's 8.51 to go. We could end up as high scoring as the LaSalle game yeah. at the pace that we currently are operating at. Uh, but it's just, it's blow for blow. I mean, this this is another heavyweight yeah. fight we got going here. Who's going to be the one that's going to land that last punched it's it's really going to be the knockout so the elders offense has to answer the call here and with 851 they'll set up from right to left Rome Miller will look to kick this one off Ramsey is going to take it at his four he's across the 10 to the 15 to the 20 25 to the 30 he's out to the 31 yard line before he's brought down by Alex Kemper number 14 so elders offense plenty of options downfield we know that Neiman might get some special attention, so maybe some other receivers are going to be the guys that are going to be getting the looks on this drive. Cooper Johnson has had some some decent breakout runs, so Elder's offense still has all their options. X, St. X really hasn't taken anything away from them necessarily, so that that's good. I mean, at this point that your playbook is still accessible has to be encouraging. First and 10 from the 31 for the Panthers. Setting up, it's Ramsey. Ramsey looking to throw, but he's he's going to run it across the 30. And he gets right out of about the line of scrimmage to the 31-yard line. Yeah, good decision. There was really nothing downfield. And, uh, and trying to see if maybe, like we see sometimes at the high school level, uh, you know, when quarterbacks start to run, maybe a defensive back starts cheating a little bit and sniffing up, and you get the drop one off. But So the Panthers are actually going to mark this as a, as a loss on this, give him a loss uh, as he got out of bounds there. They're going to mark him at the 30, as you mentioned. So it will be second down and 11. 8.38 to go here in the fourth quarter, all tied up at 24. We've been tied at 10, we've been tied at 17, and we've been tied at 24. Two wide receivers to the left, three to the left, 
right side rather. It's going to be empty backfield in Hamilton looking, stepping up, throwing. It is incomplete. Larkins, but he it's going to be caught at the 35, maybe the 36-yard line by Drew Ramsey. He was right in the vicinity. Yeah, Coach Coach Tierney of the elder volleyball team might have liked that one there. As Larkin is almost like a, a little bit of a pass uh, there. He went to, to make the catch and, and wasn't able to do it. It popped up, and, and Drew Ramsey just sitting in the middle of the field and goes and makes a play. So instead of it being, you know, third and 11, we're looking at now third and five. Third and five from the 36-yard line for the Panthers. We're approaching the eight-minute mark of the fourth quarter. Three wide receivers to the right, one to the left. 24-24, Hamilton stepping up, throwing at the 30, throws over the shoulder. Is it Neiman? What a catch. Did he get it? He did get it at the 39-yard line. There was a flag down, though, right around the 48. Wait, we got... I, they're gonna, they can say he pushed off. Yeah, they're going to call that, that pass interference on Neiman, which... Wow. My mom yeah. always said, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. And that's just there to be, man, I mean, that's a huge play. punish a guy for being six foot five, and he has a great advantage down the field. And, you know, guys at his shoulders. I mean, I thought that was a great play. Um, that's, a side, that, that, that's a sideline call there. And, of course, uh, the elder sideline did not like that call at all. Uh, third down now will be moved all the way back to the 20-yard line. So that was a huge play, too. That was, It would have been into St. Xavier territory. So they're going to mark it at the 21-yard line. So it's 7.45 and counting here in the fourth quarter. Tied at 24. They're going to mark this uh, about third and 10 at the 21. One wide to the left, two to the right. Here's Hamilton looking to throw, throws it quick to Sabato. Sabato gets outside, 20, 25. And now looking, getting, trying to get a block and gets to the 26-yard line. Not much doing there, but he did try to get much as, as uh, right there on the left side was Matthew Devine. And Devine was able to make the tackle. Yeah, Sabato just a little slow to get up on that. I mean, it's a shame. I mean, Neiman goes and makes a great play. You know, it's one of those things. I mean, sometimes, you know, the receiver, maybe he's just a little bit better than your guy, and he makes a great play. I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean that there, there's a flag on it. I mean, it's six foot five going against like five foot ten. So here's uh, Ramsey looking to pump this one on a fourth and 15. Does it bounces, and it's going to be Du Bois at the 45. And he gets into elder territory at the elder 42 yard line. But uh, good tackle on the play by number 19, Mike Kirch. Yeah, Mikey Kirch got that one there, and there's going to be a flag on a play. I think we're going to walk this one back uh, on that uh, getting getting an illegal block, so we're going to move this one back for the Bombers before they get to start this play. But the Panthers there, just a little bit of misfortune, but the, the defense is held, is held up, so now it's time. Now this is the time. Well, St. X got lucky and was able to hold you. Now others got to go out and do their business, get a three and out, and let's let's go ahead and get that football back as that clock ticks to 6:45. So it's just starting to become more and more important. Makai will set up this drive first and ten. They'll mark it at their own 40-yard line. 6:45 and counting here in the fourth quarter, and the Panthers are tied in this one at 24. 
Go in motion. They've got three wide receivers to the left. Now looking is Makai. He's got time to throw and throws it is complete. McFarland right around or check that. That's Patterson. And Patterson gets the completion for a few yards. Flowers makes tackle for the Panthers. So this is going to be a second and short uh, as the clock continues to roll 6.30. And the Bombers you know, know that this is pretty key if they can jump up one and then rely on their defense to hold the Panthers. Second and two from the 48-yard line. Makai, the give. It's Cullum. Kellum going to run it across uh, into Elder Territory right around the 49-yard line before he stacked up there with 6.05 remaining, or 6.08 rather, here in the fourth quarter. Panthers tied at 24. Going to go ahead and pick, picks up the first down, moves stick. St. X is getting to the offense, getting on the offense line quick. They'll set up this first and 10 at the Elder 49. Two wide left side. Mackay under center. And now the give is Kellum. He's off the right. The 50, 45, 40, 35, 30. And now 25, 20, 19 yard line. Maybe around the 18 yard line before he's taken down. I believe it was Nicholas Path that finally got him. Three guys just just reaching the tackle on that. I mean, you're not going to get that when you're trying to tackle St. X's leading rusher. And X going quick. So you just got to be ready. Next play. First and 10 at the 16. Now they give to Kellum to the right. Kellum is going to be taken down at the 19-yard. Nicholas Path got him that time. A good tackle, and they're going to lose a couple on that one as Kellum was really starting to pick it up. We talked about keeping him in check. He is starting to uh, do a good job, and he has uh, been able to move the football. Yeah, just came through the line and made a good play and wrapped up. Panthers just got to be smart here, see if they can hold hold the uh, Bombers to a field goal on the second on the second and ten. Setting up a second and ten from the 16, and now looking. Now setting up, throwing into the end zone. is complete for the touchdown. And that was Lucas Cadis in the end zone for the touchdown for St. Xavier. St. X moves the ball down the field quick. They, they rely on that big offensive line to, to get some bigger runs and, and some missed tackles by the Panthers aid that. And then right there, they just catch the Panthers as they drop into coverage and they find a hole in, in the in the coverage. Roe Miller looks to come out and make this a, a seven-point football game. And Roe Miller will look to add this extra point with 5.09 to play. 30-24, to St. Xavier looking to add this extra point. And the kick is up, and it is good. So with 5.09 left, St. Xavier leads it 31-24. to We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. Welcome back to the pit. The Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal, and Lucas Cates quiets the crowd here at Elder uh, with a touchdown of, of 16 yards from Mackay, and it is now 31-24. The Panthers had a 24-17 lead and now trail 31-24, but plenty of time left, Phil, 5:09. Uh, there's no reason to hold your hat down. It's uh, keep your head up and. 31 to 24 is not a big uh, disadvantage here. Not at all. I mean, one one score 
you know, five five minutes to go, plenty of time. Your offense can get something. Even if you don't, you know, your defense can still get a stop and get the ball back. But Elder here, I mean, it's key to just be very efficient with what you do. You don't have to get everything on one play. You just have to be very efficient. And I'll set up now. Roe Miller will look at his 40 to kick this one off to the Panthers. And now it's going to go to Flowers at the 6. Flowers across the 10 to the 15 to the 20. He's at the 24-yard line before he is taken down by X's 40, number 43, Grant Lyons. So Lyons made a big play there to get Flowers. But the Panthers, they've been able to move the football. Scotty Neiman, you know, a tough break on that, you know, that flag on, on the on the p- offensive pass interference on the left sideline for uh, Elder on the last drive. Let's see if they can they can uh, build on this drive with 5:03 remaining. We just need to make sure, just keep a level head. I mean, you got to play past that. You can be frustrated about it, but now it's a new series. First and 10 at the 25 for the Panthers. Hamilton stepping up at his about 17-yard line, rolls to the 20, and now throws it as complete. It's Larkins across the 34, and he's going to be taken down there, and he doesn't want to go down at the 35, and he moves it up a little bit. So it took about five players and to get Larkins, the and they moved the sticks. Uh, it was final. It was kind of Alex Kemper was on the bottom of that for St. Savior, and I feel bad for him because everybody's on top of him. Yeah, and, and they're just trying to push, get through, so they're, they're able to, to move to move the ball, pick up the first down. Great, great start on this drive. First and 10, they mark it at the 35-yard line. 440 remaining here in the fourth quarter. St. Xavier, 40, they lead it 31-24. to 24. Three wide receivers to the left, two to the right. Shotgun Hamilton stepping back at his 28, complete to Sabato at the 40, and he gets out of bounds at the 44-yard line, a gain of nine on first down. Just what you want. Yeah, and that's Matthew Devine makes a stop finally uh, for the bomber. I'm sorry, not Matthew Devine. I apologize on that. Josh Anderson made a stop uh, for the Bombers. But Marco Sabato, I mean, you get first down. Now it's, it's second and one. I mean, this, this is great. I mean, this is what we said. You don't have to get it all in one try. Just just be efficient. So far, uh, Elder's doing a great job. They're going to line up uh, left side. They've got Neville way wide to the left side. Three wide receivers to the left. And Hamilton throwing right. He's looking for Neiman. And it is incomplete. A little bit too extension, uh, too much extension on that one. That was just a little bit too far. But again, it was put in a position where only Neiman can catch it. Yeah, and, and Neiman's route on that. I mean, he'll learn from that one. He's putting himself just a little bit too close to the sideline where even if he had made that catch, he probably would have been out of bounds. So, you know, Make sure you you know field awareness on those. He's been doing a great job getting spacing. Just give yourself an opportunity to make a play at the end. 4:22 left in the fourth quarter. 31-24 St. Xavier with the lead. A third and one for the Panthers at the four, their own 44-yard line. They go Larkin in motion a little bit. Now it's going to be Ramsey. Ramsey back at his 40, and he's going to be sacked back. And still with it, still moving, and they're going to Malcolm all the way back to the to the 25 yard line, and Devine got him. Well, they're going to actually they're not going to mark it all. They're going to mark it at uh, about the 38. They're going to say forward progress was ended. I mean, I never heard a whistle to stop it, but they're they're going to give him forward. Pro- you know, just say forward progress was ended. So they're going to push him uh, push. Push back. Panthers going to have to pull out here here to punt. Uh, just a missed block on that last one. St. X able to get through and make a huge play. Now watch here because this could be a good time for for 
what we've been talking about all year with a, kind of the quarterback back there to punt, and we'll see what happens. It's a bad oh. snap, though, and it's going to be Hamilton looking. He's going to roll, and he's going to kick it. It's going to be a short kick, and it's going to bounce at the 35, and the 38-yard line of Elder is where St. Xavier will take over. So not uh, those two blast plays, not a good sign right there. Man, just, I mean... Just two 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 snaps, you know, on, on on punts that just haven't haven't been great, you know. But on that one too, I mean, you know, Coach Ramsey's talking to Ben Hamilton, and just you know, on that, just just take it and run it. Just go ahead and run it and see if you get something. Get you know, you might turn a corner rather than trying to punt it there. It's very close to just being blocked. Yeah, I mean, you're better off maybe just tucking it and running it. Uh, on that, but Saint X comes out with great field position. So, what is a one-score game could quickly turn, you know, uh, in this spot. And they have a good field goal kicker right now. They're at the 39-yard line, a first and ten at the 39. 3:24 remaining. They lead 31 to 24. They've got the ball. Makai under center. He's got Versansky in the backfield, and Versansky's going to take the handoff, and he's going to get to the 36 of Elder, a gain of three for Versansky, and they're they're content to do this, to just run the ball. That's what they've got. They've got two good backs to do that. Well, and this is where X should be able to to run the table with the, their offensive line and, and just you know, work some clock here as we get down to the three-minute mark, you know, but they, they haven't really done that. I mean, they just had their, you know, first rushing touchdown this game, uh, barely 200 yards rushing coming in, so they really haven't been able to uh, push, get a big push up front, so Elder's defense has to come up big. Second and eight at the 37. Versansky's going to step and run. He gets to the 35 of Elder to the 34-yard line before he is taken down by number 25, Chris Kammer. And Elder's going to go ahead and take a timeout here uh, to stop the clock at 2.35 with St. X leading 31-24. to 24. The Underground Sports Shop provides the Prep Sports Radio Network with our great-looking shirts, jackets, pullovers, and hats, and they can make your business organization look professional as well. The Underground Sports Shop and owner Sean Mason supports this broadcast in Elder football, 513-751-1662. That is the Underground Sports Shop. 235 remaining here in the fourth quarter. St. Xavier leading at 31 to 24. Elders had a 10 they had a 10 nothing lead, then it was 10-10. They were up 17 to 10, then it was tied at 17. They were up 24-17 and now down 31 to 24. You know, and coming into this football game, we knew that the, what what type of game to expect between Elder and St. X. We knew that both teams were, were very, you know, able to do what what they've been showing in the first two games. We, we know that they're very powerful teams, and for a while, it was just which one blinked first, and right now, X is on the better side of that. Third and five from the 34-yard line. Looking left, they've got one wide receiver. Now Clifford lines up, and there's going to be some movement on the St. Xavier side. Let's see. Nope, that's going to be all sides on the Panthers. It got, got a little overzealous on the outside. And, and that's a first go down. And that's going to be a first down. So they're going to get to move the sticks. Not having to run anything. I mean, Elder, at this point of the game, you got to stay disciplined. I mean, those are the mistakes you can't have as you're trying to get the football back. You know, right now, we said Roe Miller's long coming into this game was 33, but he hit a 37-yarder. So, you know, they could easily bring him out here if they can get within distance. Yeah, that last uh, 37-yarder would have been good for about 45 yards. So, a good, good job there. So, first and 10 at the 29-yard line. Two wide receivers to the right side. 
They've got Versansky in the backfield at the 29-yard line. Under center, it's going to be Mackay. And now Mackay looks and gives it to Versansky inside the 30 to the 28-yard line. A gain of a yard. And it was uh, Paff and company, maybe on Larkins. Uh, yeah, actually, Will- no, check that. That was uh, Willenberg. Yeah, Willenberg gets there to uh, get the first hit, and then Spinney comes in and kind of cleans it up for the Panthers. So it's important here. I mean, this clock obviously is going to roll. You know, Elder is down to, to one timeout. So it's very important that they maximize their ability to get stops. So next play, I mean, it's got to be, if it's a pass, a run, whatever it is, it's got to be catch, get them down, and get that play clock rolling. Second and nine from the 28 for Sansky is going to take it and gets to about the 27-yard line. It'll be third down and seven coming up. A minute 50 and counting for St. Xavier. They lead it 31-24, to 24, and the clock continues to run. We're at a minute 38. No hurry here for St. Xavier. As we go down to a minute and a half. Getting ready to line up before with a minute 25. See if they decide. they got three wide receivers to the right side. And now they quickly go with a third and seven from the 27. Under center with a minute 13. And it's going to be off to the right. It's Versansky. And Versansky to the 25, to the 20, to the 15. Versansky down to the 10 with a stiff arm, to the 5, and to the touchdown. 27 yards for Luke Versansky. Big touchdown for the Bombers. Good job by the St. X offense line getting a big push uh, down there. Uh, and I think that's that's absolutely fantastic of them to, to be able to turn the field and get back. But Chris Cameron was a guy who had the chance to, to make a stop on that and just wasn't able to. So St. X really, that's a nail in the coffin there. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, you look at a couple of plays that uh, earlier we could talk about a little bit later, but uh, now it's going to be Roe Miller looking to add this extra point. 37-24 St. Xavier. And Romiller looks and does add the extra point. So we'll take a timeout with 101 to play in the fourth quarter. It's St. Xavier, the Bombers, 38, the Elder Panthers, 24. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper's been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth, the fourth quarter. It's been all St. Xavier. They lead it 38-24 to now. Another touchdown this time, Luke Versansky with a 27-yard touchdown run to make it 38-24. to Panthers had a 24-17 lead at one point. After Drew Ramsey caught a 38-yard touchdown pass with 108 to go in the third quarter, but it's been Kellum, an 8-yard touchdown run, Cates, a 16-yard touchdown catch, and Versansky, a 27-yard touchdown run. So 21 points in the fourth quarter for St. Xavier. And now they will look to kick it off. The Panthers really need to get a score quickly. 
as Roe Miller will look to set this one up from the 40. And it's a short kick this time, and it's going to be a Ramsey, and they fumble it, and St. Xavier is going to recover this one right around the 25-yard line. As Ramsey tried to come up, he got kind of hit from behind. That was that was basically Kalen Mitchell was backing up to catch it, and uh, Drew Ramsey coming up to get it, and they're just I, I mean we yeah. can't hear from up here, but uh, you know the, this the communication on that just just wasn't there, so they're just not able to not able to get the play to turn the ball over to St. X. Elder's got one timeout. You know Doug Ramsey's not going to use it, so look for St. X just come out here uh, and just uh, just take a knee and just run this clock out, and so the Bombers can come into the pit get a win, two and zero in the GCL. Uh, so the, the, they're there at the top. Panthers sitting at uh, 0-2. And uh, Max Bonner caught, uh, got the fumble recovery here with him 57 seconds. And it's going to be Mackay will just put a knee. And the St. Xavier Bombers are going to win this one 38-24. Uh, great fourth quarter by St. Xavier. But a couple of tough breaks for the Panthers. That big pass interference uh, penalty uh, as one of them that would have been a huge I mean you think about that they, they were up 24-17 at the time and to get that uh, to move down the field they were they were yeah. moving yeah I, I always hate to, to harp on stuff like that but you know sometimes when somebody's just dominating somebody so bad it doesn't necessarily mean they're doing something wrong I mean I see it all the time in basketball with sometimes somebody's just that much better and I thought that was that situation but I, I don't know. I mean, that just, uh, you know, is a shame that, that that was such a turning point there uh, in the game for the Panthers. But the Panthers still had their opportunities uh, after that. But St. X comes in, good hard-fought football game. St. Xavier Bombers come out on top uh, of this one as that clock finally hits double zeros. Yeah, 38-24 to 24 is your final score. We'll come back with the Cooper Electric star of the game. And don't forget, though, coming up, it's Prep Sports Radio Network Game Night coming up after that uh, at La Rosa on Budno. So head over to La Rosa on Budno, get yourself something, uh, grab a cold one, and head down to La Rosa on Budno and see us down there. Uh, but we'll come back. Uh, the final score once again, 38-24, St. Xavier. We'll come back with the Cooper Electric star of the game on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schoester, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schoester Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schoester, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney, LLC, member SIPC. Hoding Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800 or on the web at Hoding.com. For a sharp team look, work, or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. Dave Ramsey here. As a business owner, you don't have time to worry about your network. Fuller Information Technology, Cincinnati's IT department, can assess your network needs, stabilize any immediate issues, and manage your network. They've been helping business 
businesses for over 20 years. So whether you have 50 employees or you're a one-person office, Fuller Information Technology can provide the IT support that you need. FullerInfotech.com. FullerInfotech.com. Hoding Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800, on the web at Hoding.com. It's time to call out the Cooper Electric star of the game. And now, let's go back on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bengal to break down tonight's action and pick up the elder star of the game on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Well, welcome back. A little somber Friday night. The Elder Panthers lose 38-24. to uh, But even in defeat, you know, you got to look at a guy like Scotty Neiman, who just did a tremendous job tonight. Uh, four receptions, 114 yards, two touchdowns, one of which was uh, on a fourth down, uh, 20-yard touchdown, and he had a 26-yard touchdown earlier. So Scotty Neiman, unanimously the Cooper Electric Elder Panthers star of the game tonight. But, you know, you got to look at it as... Yeah, you're 0-2 in the GCL South, but, you know, both games were winnable. Right. And the other thing is, Scotty even had a great game tonight. Very proud of his effort. Uh, you know, he's been doing great week in and week out. You can see his confidence levels have him boosting. So he's been making some great plays. Uh, I mean, Elder's offense is looking good. I think their defense has been doing really well. Uh, too. One of the things though, I have to look at is this year's different. Okay, in a regular year, you would say, all right, Elders dropped two. They've dropped two. Uh, you know, they're looking at one and two, and you would start thinking, people would start panicking about the Harbins. Harbins, 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 Harbins. This year, we're all in. Nope. Okay? Everybody's voting. So now, you know, people, when they go to submit this stuff, and other sports have been doing this as the way that they've been doing their tournaments for a while, you got to go back and look at different teams and how you're going to rank them and who they actually lost their games to. I mean, Elders lost to two pretty powerful people, uh, and one of the things is is if people don't give him, them the respect that when we come down to that vote, somebody's going to end up with one heck of a surprise in game one uh, if the Panthers don't get a favorable seed. Because this is a very good Elder football team. It's a very good Elder football team. That was a very good St. X team. And it's a good LaSalle team. I mean, they have played some great football games in their in their first three so the elder panthers i mean next week they got moeller here at the pit you learn from this when you watch the film you look the rebound i mean you played a great football game and you the defense looked great tonight i think and the offense so i mean there's a lot of positives to build off of this but next week you got to go get that that win here at the pit against moeller get that win uh you know week five is still open and then week six you'll be traveling so get that one last home game win that you know is on the schedule right now uh, against the moeller crusaders yeah and I know, you know you look at hamilton you know he's got 10 touchdowns 
touchdown passes tonight. Another, you know, uh, solid game. He was uh, he had 283 yards on uh, 15 of 23 with three touchdowns. He had a 42-yard pass. A couple of passes that maybe he'd like to have back, but all in all, you can't complain. He's done a, a stellar job through through three games and 10 touchdown passes. So yeah. you got to look at, at that again. A lot of positives for the Elder Panthers. And even defensively tonight, there were some, some good plays. It just St. X, you know, got uh, – they got hot in the, in the fourth quarter when you needed 21 points in the fourth quarter. It's hard to uh, argue that, and um, they came out with a victory tonight. Yeah, Ben Hamilton, I mean, he's looking better and better uh, every week. So, I mean, you just expect more and more from Ben uh, going through. Great football player, smart football player, tough kid. So I think this elder offense got a lot of potential, and I'm telling you, you know, I, I don't care what the record is. If people don't respect it when that, that time comes out in the playoffs, elders can end up playing somewhere and then going to light somebody Absolutely. up. Absolutely. Like always, it happens. Now, next week you're not around, but we got Rob Florian is going to fill in for you. In. And uh, we had Rob on uh, during the postseason, and Rob's going to join us next week. Well, thanks to uh, Mark Bengal, to Steve Bengal, to Tom Kennedy, to Kevin Kennedy back at the studio, and thanks to you, the listener, every week uh, listening to us. Once again, the final score, St. Xavier Bombers 38, the Elder Panthers 24. Next week we are back at the pit again as Elder takes on another league rival, Moeller, with a 7 p.m. kickoff, 6.30 pregame show. For Phil Bengal, I'm Lynn Harvey. So long from the pit. Stay tuned. Coming up next, it's Prep Sports Radio Network Game Night with Steve, Tom, and Mark. You've been listening to Elder Football, Kelsey Chevrolet, Elder Panther, Game of the Week on the Prep Sports Radio Network. So long. Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. Hey, Panther fans. The doctors of the Westside Office of the Urology Group wish you a great season. If you find yourself standing in the restroom line too often, it can be the pits. But don't worry. Doctors Flynn, Fulton, Kuhn, Pliskin, and Rodesheimer in our Westside Office are here for you. They can keep you in the pit instead of in line this season. 513-841-7400 or at urologygroup.com. Proud to support elder football. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Your West Side Neighborhood Skyline Chilies are supporters of Elder Sports and Elder High School. After the game, stop in for some delicious cheese conies or your other favorites and support these locally owned Skyline Chili restaurants. Supporters of Elder include Glenway, Delhi, Price Hill, Bridgetown, Cleves, and Dent. Talking about Skyline. 
Anna Mitchell here. Enjoy the game and be sure to tune in Monday morning at 6 a.m. for the Sunrise Morning Show for news, weather, sports, and compelling interviews all from the Catholic perspective. The Sunrise Morning Show, 6 to 9 a.m. every Monday through Friday here on Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. Thank you for listening to the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg. And by Cooper Electric, La Rosa's Pizza, The Urology Group, Rosart Pharmacy, Joseph Toyota, Robert Jones Plumbing, The Underground Sports Shop, Adam Schoester, Mercy Health and Orthopedics, Houghton Realty, Skyline Chili, Coldwell Banker West Shell, Red Wing Shoes, Schmidt Heating and Cooling, Ron's Roost, and Wardway Fuels. Join us again next week for all the exciting play-by-play of Elder High School football on the Prep Sports Radio Network and Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. It's time. The Prep Sports Radio Network Game Night, brought to you by La Rosa's Pizza. And now for a recap on tonight's game and a look at all the regional key matchups and final scores, let's go live to the La Rosa's Pizza on Budino Avenue in Western Hills. Here is Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. All right, here we go. Prep Sports Radio Game Night, uh, coming live from La Rosa's on Budino very, very entertaining game tonight, guys. Uh, well, let's just put it this way. After being stuck in uh, the COVID uh, quarantines forever and being away from sports forever, tonight's game was one of those like, oh, this is a great game. And, and both teams played a well of a matchup. Uh, uh, unfortunately, the momentum switch in the fourth quarter, the Bombers uh, came up back and, and uh, scored quite a bit and yeah. got on top in yeah. – that, that's all she wrote, but it was a great game. It, it really was. And one thing I like to say, Mark, is that, you know, having the band there at the pit did make it seem like old times. So it was, uh, it was a tough loss for the Elder Panthers. Uh, and, uh, you know, Phil made some great points. Uh, the, the Elder's very good. And the, and the two losses that they have this year are also very good teams. So. Uh, it's just one of those things. And the good thing, I guess, for the Elder Panthers being 0-2 in the GCL is you don't have to worry about the Harbins this year. Everybody's going to make the playoffs, and uh, the coaches are going to seed the teams. And right now, even though, you know, Elder's 1-2, and two, I don't think there's any teams in the Cincinnati area that want to play, have anything to do with the Elder Panthers right now. Yeah, you know, Tonight was one of those momentum-shifting games all night long, and uh, you know Saint X is Saint X. They just have a good, solidly well-coached team. They, they, you know, when they uh, are at fourth and two at darn near midfield, Steve Speck ain't gonna go. He's gonna punt. he plays the average of percentages, percentages yeah. all the time, and it was that kind of game. And uh, whether people. Uh, with inches, uh, the, when Neiman uh, uh, was wide open and uh, could not get that catch, uh, that yeah. would have been a huge first down. 
there was a lot of plays like that, and that's the way the game was. The, the you know the score, uh, 38-24. Oh wow, St. X really trounced Elder. It was a very very close game the entire night. So oh, yeah. um, you know that's just one of those things that a, a play here, play there for both teams, uh, and uh, and the Bombers made the plays tonight and uh, get away with the win. Like you said, Tom, it really as far as uh, it, it's an unusual year where Panther fans are upset about you know, not getting the win, but once again, hey, yeah. we're going to be in the playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> so like, yeah and, and I think that changes that changes yeah. the dynamic a lot for me. I, I, I yeah. think you're just not as uh, we were talking to somebody as we were coming in tonight, and, and uh, you're just not as on edge uh, just knowing that, that, that uh, you know, the you know, you, you've clinched the playoff berth. Everybody has, but let's not split hairs here. Um, you, you know, so you're in the playoffs. Obviously, they're not going to win the GCL now, but um, you know, so you can check that one off or mark that one off and, and concentrate on, on, on you know, going to hopefully playing week ten if you if you can get it rolling. So, you know, just kind of interesting, different dynamic to the whole season. Yeah, and I think that. Uh, Let's face it, everybody that watches the Elder Panthers knows that there's a ton of talent on this team. And on the offensive side of the ball, there is uh, skill at the skill positions. And so that's one thing when you know you have skill at the skill positions. And on the pregame show, Doug said basically the same thing, that, you know, as long as we can get some blocking up front, there's enough skill positions that that we should be doing just fine. The thing that I liked about it that we didn't talk a whole lot about was was uh, Brett Curran changed up a little bit some of the positions on the defensive side of the ball. And, uh, you know, it might take a week or two to get settled, but I think everything that they're doing is working. Uh, and, uh, you know, they're just a, a hair s- a slow on a step maybe on defense or a tip ball here or this or that. But, uh, you know, it's one of those things that say next is very good. Let's Let's, you know, let's just – Put that to bed too. Uh, the two losses are it was the number one team in the state, and I'm sure St. X would be considered a top five team in the state, probably number one in the city when they knocked off LaSalle last week. So, you know, two two losses against two top five teams in the state, nothing to hang your head about. Uh, like Phil said, at the end of the game, uh, look at the film, move on, come out strong against Moeller, and. Uh, and then go from there. Yeah, I I think that the in, in the pregame interview that uh, Len Harvey had with Doug Ramsey, one of the things he says, I I like where we're at offensively. I think things are progressing well. Things are we're I think we're ahead of where I thought we'd be. Yeah, and I I agree with that. I, I think that was one of the biggest things that you, you had questions. I mean, look, you you made it to the state final game. Uh, there was a play. Uh, one big play uh, towards the end of the third quarter that could have changed that game, and, and, and Elder would have won it. And they lost a ton of people on that team, right, especially right. a guy like Matthew Lee. So you got all these questions: How are you going to? What, what's this team going to look like? And that was one of the questions people had. Do you think we're going to have a lot of weapons? We're, we're losing to Joe Royers and Matthew Lee. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go, you go down all the list of all the the people, and you're like, wow, that's a lot to replace. And Offensive firepower. Uh, these kids have come up, and they've yeah. done a great job. So, uh, right, I'm 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 very yeah. pleased to, with the the team, and it's an exciting team. It, it's just it's a you know it, it's just a sad reminder when you go to the pit and 
and we're all sitting there in the stands wearing masks, and the crowd's not there, and, you know, you said the band's back and all that stuff, and it's just an odd feeling not having. Normally that game is shoulder-to-shoulder, people Mm -hmm. sitting in the aisles. Every spot in that place is full with people, and and so it's just an odd year. It's going to be something you're like, gosh, I, I can't wait to get through it now. Heck, I remember back in March thinking, man, I can't wait till August, September, October. This will all be behind us and we'll be done with. And yeah. and uh, no, it, it's not. Uh, it's, uh, it, it's it's with us. It's going to stay with us until the election's over, and then uh, maybe things will uh, change. But uh, yeah. but no, it, it's 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 really yeah. it, it's a, a absolute um, kind of a damper. Because uh, I know a lot of people are sitting there watching it on TV and uh, listening to us, and you, mm-hmm. you want to be there. Uh, we, we talked about how yeah. families have done Zoom. My family's done the Zoom thing, and it, it makes you feel good for a little bit, but it also makes you long for the times uh, when you look at family pictures and you're all together. Like, I know. man, I can't wait for that to be again. Yeah. So it's kind of the thing. It, you know they are. It's an odd year. Everyone's in the playoffs. You're 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 playing, and and it's just a whole different vibe this yeah. year. And and like in past years, you know, having two losses in the GCL and with the Harbin points, you know, that would be tough to even make the playoffs. And so, you know, from that standpoint, they're going to go in and look at the film, like I said, and you know, get better. And and by getting better. Uh, was ever going to make plays, and I'd be surprised if Elder didn't come back next week and beat Moeller, uh, and and go in and and then see what you know the the one cancellation we're going to see. There's a TBD after that Moeller game, but then you know before you know it, it's going to be the six game season's going to be history, and then we'll, we'll, we'll go to the playoffs. And I think Doug and every other coach in the Cincinnati area. Their ultimate goal is getting ready and, and getting the team in position to be playing your best ball in week number seven. So, uh, you know, there's a lot to be learned from a loss. There's a lot to be learned from a, from a win. And this is just one of the things that Doug and his staff do a great job of getting the kids ready to yes, play he, yes, week does. in and week out. Well, you're listening to us at La Rosa's on Puno, Prep Sports Radio game night. Uh, come on out if you're leaving the pit and you got that – Hungry feeling because oh. you can't get the There's the Dave yeah. Allen burgers. Uh, they're not there. <laughs> you, you're starving. You want something to eat? Come on, yeah. get a big old steak hoagie or a yeah. hoagie royal. Maybe a yeah. big old uh, bowl of spaghetti or whatever. I mean, come yeah. on out here, buddy. Will make it up for you. Yeah, uh, he's back there. And then speaking of who else is back there, Mark? Steve Geis. No way. Yeah. What's he doing back there? He's uh, testing the minestrone soup. And he's dipping, his, he's dipping his big finger in. Yeah, he's walking out with the drum line. But we got, go. we got scores from around the area. That's what people are listening for. We want to catch up on what's going on. And, Steve, a big thing, Northern Kentucky. Uh, Andy Northern Bashir, Kentucky, yeah. Uh, the they, fear they, mong- they, monger is finally letting them finally play. kicking in the play, yeah. And uh, we, we do have some scores. And because it is their first week, we'll start out south of the border here, and uh, we have a few scores in. Uh, they, a lot of their games start at 7:30 tonight, so the, the the scores as the crowds will be late arriving. So it was Holy Cross of Covington, and 55, sparse. and sparse. So yeah, sparse sparse returns at this point. Holy Cross, 55, Bellevue, six. 
Ryle, 39, Boone County, 8. And I can remember back when Boone Gosh. County was the powerhouse. Yeah. Then they did some splits, and Ryle kind of dug into their area. And now the Ryle Raiders, if that's what they're still called, if that's not inappropriate, the Ryle Raiders uh, uh, have kind of taken a lot of the thunder out and, of Boone and, County. And if you think about last year, the difference of the way GCL football was playing in it, when, when Ryle came up, they were completely outclassed. Of course, Elder had a great team, but I just, it's a whole different way of playing, and, and uh, so Boone County lost that bad. Yeah. 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 Things ain't good. And every time you say Boone County, real quickly, Steve, sorry, I think it's Sean Alexander. And when Elder went over to play Boone County many, many years ago, but what a, what a player, and I just remember synonymously Boone County and Sean Alexander, the great running back. Yeah. Very good, and, uh, and Owen Howe, the old oh yeah, yeah coach over there. Uh, everything was dive left, dive right, yeah. dive left, dive right. <laughs> yeah. well, when you got talent, it yeah, works. Right. Uh, Campbell County, twenty-one. The Camels over Cooper, twenty-one to eight tonight. So uh, those are the early returns from Kentucky. Let's just slip over into Indiana. Lawrenceburg walloped the Tigers. Walloped the, the Greensburg Pirates. 56 to 14. Wow. So uh, that's what we got right now in the other states. Let's go to Ohio. GCL South action. The three GCL, or well, all the GCL South teams uh, playing tonight. Uh, LaSalle uh, wins big over Lakota East, 35 to nothing tonight, or 35 to 13, excuse me. And uh, Lakota East slips to 0 and 3 on the season, while LaSalle ups their record now to, to 2 and 1. Let's talk a little bit about LaSalle, Tom. Uh, I was a little surprised with the score last week, but after seeing St. X tonight, not so surprised. They have a solid, balanced team all around. Yeah. I, I think, though, LaSalle is, is shaking off the rust. They seem to be uh, – you can tell there's a lot of talent there. Yeah, they're on both sides of the ball, too. Yeah. But, but I read the press clippings last week that St. X held Jabron Payne, the, you know, the All-State running back for LaSalle, eight yards on eight carries. Wow. And, and you know, that's going to take the win out of any sale. And I think uh, St. X apparently last week bottled up the uh, the running attack for LaSalle. And, uh, you know, that that's what made St. X come out on top. Uh, but you're right, especially on the uh, – the defensive side of the ball for the LaSalle Lancers. Uh, there's guys in their secondary that are going to be playing for the University of Cincinnati, I know for sure, and one's going to Alabama. So there's a lot of talent on that side of the ball as well. And uh, it's just going to be a dogfight the rest of the year for, for the GCL South teams. Yeah. All right, Steve, let's go back and run down the list of schools. All right, Moeller traveled all the way down to Louisville tonight. Uh, Louisville Trinity playing their first game uh, of the season, as we just talked about, uh, Kentucky back in action tonight. And uh, it didn't take them long to shake the rust off. They walloped the Moeller Crusaders, uh, who now moved to 1-2 and two on the season, 44-7. to seven. So uh, Louisville Trinity outscoring early and often, and uh, Moeller uh, drops to 1-2 and two on the season with uh, that loss. Let's talk a little bit about the Moeller Crusaders, guys. Uh, uh, they had a horrible year last year, and... Uh, 
things just don't seem to be changing in, in the positive direction for him. No, and it, over the over the winter, over the summer, I guess they got a new coach. Uh, ironically, last name of Elder, and uh, he's trying to get that team, to, you know, to, to get some unity, cohesiveness, if you will. And uh, it'll be uh, interesting to see what the Crusaders bring to the pit next week because, uh, you know, Louisville Trinity, one of the stronger, if not strongest teams in the Louisville area, if not in the whole state. And, and you talk about talent. Year after year, they seem to have plenty of talent uh, in that program, and it was just pretty much more talent than the Molar Crusaders, you know, could muster against them tonight. When you get whitewashed, that, you know, that badly, uh, it was pretty one, much one-sided. So hopefully, you know, they can come into the pit next week, and and Elder will give them a, a nice price sale welcoming as well. Yeah. All right, moving into GMC action. Um, GMC. GMC action. The Coleraine Cardinals tonight hosted the Princeton Vikings. Up to this point in the season, even with one loss, Coleraine's only allowed 10 points this season across the board in two games. Tonight, unfortunately, that wasn't the case for the Coleraine Cardinals. They allowed 41 points by the Princeton Vikings. Princeton rolls to 3-0 with a 41-37 defeat of the Coleraine Cardinals. Um, This is the first time they've had two losses in in, uh, the GMC in in, uh, regular season, and who knows how long. Wow. Um, Just just, uh, amazing. So... uh, that's what went out at the, on in the bird, at the bird cage this evening. That was uh, the bird cage as well, huh? Yeah. Uh, Hamilton. Maybe, maybe Tom Bolton knew something. Yeah. <laughs> on, his, on, his, on his leaving Coleraine yeah. when he did. Well, you know, he packed, his, cover- packed his son up with him. Yeah, so, uh, you know. the cupboard was a little bare. Yeah, so, something went on there. Huh. But uh, Coleraine Cardinals with their second loss, they dropped to 1-2 and two this year. And all those games are... Uh, GMC games, so, so they're one and two, and, and uh, struggling. Uh, Princeton three and zero, oh, and, and uh, you know odds on favorite yeah. to, to uh, win. And that'll be interesting, Steve, to see. I mean, it's going to be tough for Corrain to win the GMC this year. Oh yeah, they, yeah. they're they're pretty much yeah, they're almost pretty out two, of the running. Two games out already, and once again, we'll go into the history annals to see when was the last time G- Corrain did not win the GMC title. It's been been quite some time. Also in the GMC, Hamilton over Fairfield tonight, 28 to 25. Hamilton gets off the snide. They were 0 and 2 coming into this game. Uh, Fairfield drops to 1 and 2. Uh, they were 1 and 1 coming into the game, and uh, you know they, they uh, you know, Hamilton, the Big Blue, get get a victory tonight. And uh, Mason Comets, Oak Hills got out early with a 6-0. Uh, lead over the Mason Comets tonight, and that that didn't hold for long. Mason also is undefeated in uh, GMC action, moving to three and zero, and they win that tonight, twenty-seven to twelve. So Mason and Princeton and uh, Lakota West that wins tonight, thirty-three to nothing over Sycamore. Those three teams, Princeton, Mason. And uh, Lakota West are all now three and zero at the top of uh, at the top of GMC play. So uh, the shocker tonight, Coleraine with their second loss in, in uh, GMC play. But I predict you're going to make the playoffs. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Maybe we should check with Joe Harbin. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. It's my prediction. 
Uh, I, you never know. I, I was, I've been checking the math on that one. Speaking of to. speaking of win streaks, moving over to the Cincinnati Hills League, Wyoming uh, went out to Madeira to play tonight. Madeira coming into the game one and one, and Wyoming undefeated at two and zero. Oh, but Wyoming also brought a 43-game regular season streak, the the longest live streak in Ohio right now into that game tonight and uh, they didn't disappoint it's now 44 in a row wow. they win 21 to 3 over the Madeira Mustangs tonight so uh, big uh, momentum builder and I think Wyoming's going to be in the playoffs as well uh, Taylor 20 they get their I first think they will. I Taylor think gets their first win tonight 20 to 13 over Reading I think so, they're going to make the playoffs too so they're off the snide and they're in the playoffs congratulations yeah. to the Taylor Is it Reading or Reading it's it's reading. It's reading. Okay. But when I saw it, I was reading. <laughs> yeah. In ECC action. And Wade, now the coach of Taylor and Elder Grant. Oh uh, yeah. Mr. Miller. Yeah. yeah. Coach Miller. Got, got their got their first win tonight, and uh, congratulations on clinching a playoff spot. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Guys. We're gonna have to have. We're gonna have to get a big, big, bigger board oh, for the last night. This board's gonna be huge. Yeah, yeah huge with a Y. Why? Yeah. Yeah. All right. ECC action. Um, Anderson over two games have t- tallied 84 points. Um, four, but the, the question was their defense because in two games uh, they also allowed 110 points. So prolific offense and a unprolific defense, but uh, they kind of righted the ship a little bit tonight, and uh, they won 38 to 20 against Lebanon. They go to two and one. Lebanon drops to, to one and two on the season. They have an outstanding quarterback in, in Jake Jackson Coon, um, and uh, they got their offense going. So they've scored well over uh, 100 and some points uh, in the first three games. Winton Woods uh, getting uh, a, a, this game was tight for a while, but they now go to three and zero on the season, two and zero in uh, ECC action with a 28-13 win over West Claremont, who is now one and two on the season and one and two in league play. GCL co-ed action, Alter over Fenwick 49 to 12 and I know a lot of people were wondering how this game was going to play out cuz Alter just has kind of was having a, a down year this is actually their first victory and uh, they looked at the Alter games they weren't the gimmies for Alter win as they were in the past but uh, Alter Knights come out with a, with a big win to get their first victory of uh, the, the the 2020 season tonight with a 49-12 win over Fenwick McNick travels to Dayton and uh, plays Carroll, and they win tonight. They get, remain undefeated in uh, GCL co-ed and, uh, and just overall 3-0 and 2-0, respectively. They win 28-7 tonight and remain in first place in uh, GCL co-ed action. Southwest Ohio Conference, it was uh, Northwest 26, Edgewood 14, Harrison 31, Mount Healthy 21, and Ross, 35, Talawanda, nothing. Miami Valley Conference action. The only score I have right now is the Battle of the Country Days, and uh, Summit wins convincingly tonight, getting actually their first win of the season, 41-7 to over Cincinnati Country Day. Oh, 
the, the Silver Knights get a big oh. win. Uh, yay! Yeah, 40, 41 to seven. <laughs> yes. Sure. The right. They're in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. they're in the playoffs. They're in the playoffs as well. Yeah, it's amazing. Week three, and we can already yeah. project this stuff. Yeah. This is just amazing. Who needs Joe Harmon? Yeah. yeah. R.I.P. Joe Harmon. Yeah. So- Southern Buckeye Conference National Division action. It was Blanchester 42, Wilmington nothing. Blanchester remains undefeated and in first place uh, of, uh, Nash- of the Southern Buckeye Conference National Division. It was Bethel Tate 46, Claremont Northeastern nothing. Uh, Bethel Tate runs their record to uh, two and one on the season. It's Wilmington 21, Goshen 14 in uh, Southern Buckeye Conference American action. Also in American action, it was New Richmond 21, Batavia 7, Clinton Massey. Okay. Tonight, you like offense? Yes. 140 points were scored in this game. Wow. It was Clinton Massey and Western Brown. Uh, Came to the starting line tonight, and uh, they they must have just been running up and down because at some point, just looking at the spread, there had to be a running clock somewhere in here, you would think. Anyway, the the, the final, Clinton Massey re- remains undefeated, going 3-0 and and, uh, and 2-0 in Southern Buckeye Conference with a 86-54 to win <laughs> over Western Brown. Wow. 86 to 54, 140 points scored in that game. So, uh, <laughs> so those are all the scores that I have right now, Tom. Is there, there are a couple games that didn't play tonight, Steve? Oh, there are a couple games that didn't play tonight, and uh, we want to get those, those scores to you as as well. And uh, let, let me let me let me let me look those up. Was it, yeah, what was trying to. My, uh, Springboro Miamisburg. Uh, here we here go. Here we go. We got the score. Uh, yeah, uh, the, the Springboro Miamisburg zero COVID nineteen. Yeah. Yeah, oh, let's go. Yeah. Hey. hey, we got. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, and Loveland Milford zero COVID nineteen. Yeah. So and they yeah. win again. They go down in defeat. Will COVID? And they're going to make the playoffs. Play and, and you just don't know where COVID's going to pop up. They yeah. could play anybody at any time. They could. And they always win. Yeah. yeah. They always win. All right. We're going to take our first time out. Uh, we're coming to you live from La Rosa's on Budno. It, it sounds like people are hungry out there. I can hear a lot of rumbling. Oh, I can too. Come yeah. on out and get yourself some great food. Oh, La Rosa's pizza, nothing better. Yes. We'll come back. And we'll probably be having some of that pizza pie here ourselves in a little bit right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. La Rosa's proudly supports high school sports. Whether you're fueling up before the game or celebrating afterwards, La Rosa's for great pizza, wings, hoagies, and more. Dine in or 513-347-1111 for pickup. Or we'll deliver wherever you are within our delivery area. Order online or La Rosa's new mobile ordering at LaRosa's.com. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom from Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, head team physician for Elder High School. Due to COVID-19, 2020 has been an incredibly challenging year for all of us. But at Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, we never closed our doors. We immediately instituted extra screening, cleaning, and protective protocols for all our patients and associates, backed up by an outstanding hospital network of comprehensive care providers. 
We're available six days a week, including Saturday morning sports clinics. That's Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, 6045 Bridgetown Road, 513-347-9999. Proud to support elder football. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. For an easy shopping experience and unbelievable deals, it's Joseph Toyota on Coleraine and josephtoyota.com. By shopping online, you can value your trade-in and make your own deal all from the comfort of your own home. And every new car purchase includes the Joseph Toyota Advantage of a lifetime powertrain warranty, $500 towards your next trade-in, free shuttles for service, and a whole host of other benefits. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from us. Joseph Toyota, 9101 Coleraine Avenue and at josephtoyota.com. Proud to support elder football. For a sharp team look, work, or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. Dave Ramsey here. As a business owner, you don't have time to worry about your network. Fuller Information Technology, Cincinnati's IT department can assess your network needs, stabilize any immediate issues, and manage your network. They've been helping businesses for over 20 years. So whether you have 50 employees or you're a one-person office, Fuller Information Technology can provide the IT support that you need. FullerInfotech.com. FullerInfotech.com. This is Deacon Michael Trimpey from St. Peter and Chains Cathedral. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. Prep Sports Radio Game Night continues. Now, back to La Rosa's on Boutneau Avenue. All right, here we go. We're back here at La Rosa's on Boutneau with Steve Geis and Drumline uh, walking back out. They they hit those notes every time perfectly. I'm perfectly, so, yeah. They, they sound the same every time. They do a great, great job. And I, I was curious. Somebody asked me and I uh, this week, Tom, and maybe you would know this, uh, that, okay, Cincinnati Public um, is supposed to start at the end of September, maybe October. So even if you only play a game or two, then you're going to go right into the playoffs? Or Appar- how- yeah, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. How fair is that? Not at all. No, I mean I it, it's not a not a good no. situation. Uh, Steve, any input on? I mean, uh, you know, you. I'm assuming they'll they'll go right in. I mean, and they have the option once they get beat the first game in the playoffs to to add more games. More so games. They can keep on playing up to I forget. I think it's either, I think there's a, a date or a cutoff date, but cutoff date. you can keep Just on. Just let the kids play, yeah. So the, the playoffs will go one direction, and you can keep on playing in another direction if, if you so choose. And you, you brought up an interesting point. Maybe we could get the Thanksgiving Day game back. Uh, what the heck? Yeah, why, not, why not? If we're, not uh, if we're out of the playoffs and we still got a yeah. game to, to burn, yeah. well, let's go play on Thanksgiving. Yeah, because yeah. uh, Lenny hasn't, wasn't around back in the day. Bring back the good old one time, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the elder. Maybe Western we could play at Riverfront Stadium game, again, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that game was played at the pit every year on Thanksgiving morning at what? what? Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. 
and it was a huge, huge thing. And eventually they moved it down to Riverfront Stadium. And at one time they had over 45,000 people. They were all down there to see Wally Welch play. Yeah, yeah. That's Back that's in right. those days. Yeah. Well, so. in New York and New Jersey, they had Thanksgiving Day games all the time. High school? Yeah. No, I, so it, it, once uh, the Harbin system came up, then you had to have all your games done by the last week of uh, October. And so... Uh, so now that it's gone, what the heck, you know? Uh, but then again, you have a lot of guys that play basketball, and that's over. So probably yeah. would never happen again. But good, good try for romantic uh, thoughts about the old past, uh, bringing something <laughs> back. Yeah, yeah, it's not a good. Yeah. Hey, before you guys uh, go on here, uh, I just got one here. I don't even know how this is possible uh, with the running clock, but uh, I just got the Roger Bacon Norwood score. Roger Bacon. 82 to 28. I mean, how do you do that? I mean, I know how they did it. They scored 77. <laughs> they, they scored 70 of those points in the first half because the running huh. clock's not until the second half. That could be. Well, if, I don't you, know. if you had uh, you Norwood High School plus 54, you still lost. Oh, that's yeah. just <laughs> What's that state? Hold on. I was just saying, you must have done something with math in your career. I, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you always worked it out with a pen. I uh, surely did. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Hey, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Charlie Heidel, the class of 1933. Uh, 104 years old, still cheering for, cheering for Elder. Uh, thank you for your support. He's uh, actually he was seen watching the uh, broadcast oh. of the game. So. 104 years young. I, wow. I know. I, Thank I, you. A girl I went to grade school with, uh, Jenny Heidel. I don't know. Maybe they're related. Maybe that's her grandfather. Well, it would be grandfather-in-law because her maiden name that's was Friedman yeah. uh, of the F&M Supply Friedmans. But uh, anyway, oh, okay. Jenny, you're listening tonight. Uh, if that's Let your relative, know, yeah. congratulations. Yeah. If not, sorry I brought it up. Well, joining us at the table is the voice you just heard, Lenny Harvey, who play-by-play voice. You either heard him on television, which we heard here, yeah. or you heard him on the radio or streaming. And, uh, and those streams are brought to you by our new sponsor, the Urology Group, right, uh, Steve? Oh, yeah. 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 So yeah, that you, is good. good, clear stream. Yeah. 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 You, you want a yeah. powerful stream when you're watching the game. Yeah, you sure do. And you oh. just lost a sponsor. You did. No, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no I know the yeah. CFO. Uh, Trust me. He He's, uh, not the first time they've heard that. He's happy uh, yeah. as, as can be. But, Lenny, uh, the, the game, we talked about it, momentum shifts. Uh, it just was going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And, you know, not getting into the, if this play would have went this way, this play would have been this way. But there are some pretty key plays here that Elder just didn't get. And then the, uh, the play that I didn't see, I'm sitting uh, in the car heading over here, was the pass to Neiman that was called a pass interference. Yeah, I, I think they called the flag was back at about the 45-yard line. So it was before he actually made the catch. Everybody was saying it was at the catch, but I think it was before oh. he had pushed off, okay. and that's where the call was. But it was it was pretty, let's put it this way, you know, you can't fault the referees, but it was something that was questionable. Yeah. Why not, right? Exactly. What? Yeah. They're doing a tough job, but but anyway, one of the guys got hit hard. Uh, the referee, you got to give him a break. Yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, but no, seriously, it, you know, Neiman. Neiman is so big that it looks like, you know, be, because he's so good that he could push. You know, it looks like he's pushing off on and every play too. So you could have that on both both ends. So it's it, the calls. 
Yeah, but there was a couple of plays Elder makes. Uh, there was a pass to uh, Drew Ramsey that was just, I mean, he was wide open. It was just over his yeah, fingertips. I saw that yeah, one. That was, that was a play. But, again, you can't look at one or two plays. They still didn't stop them. They had 21 points in the fourth quarter, and that, yeah. you know, you can't you can't give up 21 points in the fourth quarter. They had a they had a 10 nothing lead. They had a 17 10 lead. They had a 24 17 lead, and you got to put them away. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. So, it, it it's going to be a I would imagine a, a tough situation, especially that um, when you had a, the the Panthers were moving the football. They had like a third a second down and, and one, and they moved backwards, and and then they moved even further backwards with uh, Drew Ramsey getting hit, got pulled the jersey, but. There was uh, that was another tough play. You had two plays of minus, you know, ten yards. So they're they're back, uh, further back, and and that was really kind of a, a turning point as well. So tough game. Yeah, it was it was it, it was tough. Yeah, I was just gonna say it's the first time since 2017 that St. X uh, beat the Panthers. So uh, I guess the law of averages works out. But uh, Elder's on a pretty good run against uh, the St. X Bombers over the last couple of years. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, the positive things is you look at um, Hamilton's got ten touchdown passes in three games. Scotty Neiman's got five touchdown catches. Probably could have had six. Yeah. <laughs> but, but he's, got, he's got five touchdown catches. Um, leads the GCL receiving yards. Yes, and Drew Ramsey's had a tremendous season. A couple of plays tonight that, you know, I'm sure he's not going to want to sit next to Dad, but, you know. <laughs> it's uh, but but anyway, he he he's played tremendous as well. So it's there's tons. there's a lot of positive in the three games. There's a lot it's of tough. talent. You, you you know you're not you're practicing, but nobody's in game. You you're not in game shape until you play a game, right? That's the we talked about it after week one. Everybody was cramping up. No one can prepare you for the LaSalle game. Um, last week was a little bit easier, but but this week you played three games back to back that were were tough games for them. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, LaSalle was number one in the state when yeah. Elder played them. And St. X, I was saying earlier, they have to be in the top five in the state. So, uh, And Elder's, Elder's got to be in the top ten in the state. So, uh, Well, it, according to Max Preps, uh, St. X is number four this week coming okay. into the game. LaSalle was, still was number two. They're, okay. Even though they're one and one, uh, they, they recognize the talent in that team, especially from last year. Elder dropped three. Uh, even with the big win last week to uh, seven. Uh, number seven. Uh, but uh, so literally got LaSalle, St. X, and Elder all in the top ten. Um, and you're not going to find Muller on this list. But, uh, you know, it, it's uh, unfortunately that, that, that ship has sailed. But, uh, uh, you know, they're, they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, they are. <laughs> that's, that's, that's right. right. Yeah. That's what the bet money says. Plenty, this is, this uh, is like watching the Oprah show. You're in the playoffs. Yeah. You're in the playoffs. <laughs> You're in the playoffs. You're in the playoffs. You get a car. Yeah. 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 You get a car. You get a car. You get a car. Plenty. <laughs> we we were all fortunate to take the long drive last December uh, to. Uh, Canton, Ohio, to watch the Panthers in the state championship game. And we talked a little bit about it, uh, that you lose a lot of people on that team last year. And I, I, I tell you, I, I can't get over how well I feel that the Panthers are doing. And and it, it, I don't know. It, it, it's I'm blown away by the talents that they have uh, it, it, with as young a team that they are. Exactly. And, and, and I had said at one point that their offense was almost as explosive as it was yeah. last year, although you don't have the fa- – I mean, you know, Luby was just so fast. 
Yeah. And and he could turn one play into a 70-yard touchdown run, which, you know, on a fourth he, and two. He did again. Remember, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, that was uh, – he, he did that several times. But I, I got to think right now, I mean, the way Hamilton's playing and, you know, yeah, okay, they're one and two, but you, you could have easily beat LaSalle and St. X. So look at that. Or you split, right? Either one, and, and now you look at a two and one set. So record, I don't think is going to matter. They're going to be there. They're still very good, and I, like like Doug had said a couple of weeks ago, it doesn't matter at this point. You know, they don't have to worry about the Harbin numbers. So not that they're not trying to win every week, but they're gonna they're gonna enjoy this process this season. I think by just being able to play, let them play, right? Yeah. You know, one thing I, I mentioned earlier, too, is I think this is important, is uh, there's a lot of guys that are juniors this year that played together as freshmen on the freshman team that went undefeated. And, uh, uh, when you know, so when you have Ben Hamilton throwing the ball and you have Andrew Harp receiving the ball that he you know did when they were freshmen together and on the JVs, too, you know, there's a lot of commonality. There's a lot of comfort. There's a lot of knowing and, and throw Drew Ramsey in there, too. So uh, that has to help. That comfort level has to help. The guys know and expect to be where they're going to be. And you're right, Mark. It is it is somewhat surprising. But at the same time, it's not surprising. And the thing I like about it is, once again, you have a, a junior that's a starting quarterback. So so Ben Hamilton's going to be the quarterback for this year and next year as well, just like Matthew Luby was for two years and, you know, Peyton Ramsey was for two years. And I think that just is so critical and huge, not only for this year, but then, you know, he's going to lead this team next year as well. Talk, guys, how you think coaches are um, going going to play this thing out knowing there everyone's in the playoffs but you you're looking you want to peak at the right time this is one of those things where i want to win every game i want to win and i want to win i want to win you don't want to lose anything but you want to peak in the playoffs and this is an unprecedented time uh and, and there's no experience with this where Okay, uh, we got to get better. We got to get better. Uh, what? Do you, how do you think Doug and, and all all these guys, coaches, are looking at this? Even even from the situation, I, I guess looking back years ago when Saint Ignatius finished the season at five and five, and they won five in a row, one state. Uh, they got better and better and better and better and better and better. They had a good team, and they got better and better and better. How how do you think Elder fits into this thing? And, and like you yeah. said, there is explosive. I mean, anything I, could happen. I don't think I don't think Doug and his staff changed anything. I think in, in years past, when it was the Harbin system, that they tried to schedule uh, lesser talented teams, but still teams that they could be competitive against. And they could still secure enough Harbin points to make them, to allow them to to get better, because they knew at the end of the season, the middle of the season, to the end of the season, they always had the three juggernauts in the GCL South: X, LaSalle, and Moeller. And they were always going to get enough Harbin points there. And then you also throw in St. Ed's and St. Ignatius, that there was plenty of Harbin points. So Elder just wanted to to get better. And, and it was based on the teams that they were playing against. And I was going to say that for this year, that's that's kind of tough to do because, you know, you're playing the number one team in the state in the first week. 
So you're not having that luxury of playing uh, like a tune-up game. A tune-up game. You know, I'm not saying Floyd Central was a tune-up game. Appalachian State. Yeah, because <laughs> last last week I, was, I said this that any team that's out of the Cincinnati area that's traveling to the pit in the year 2020 is good. If they weren't good, they would not be setting a team across state borders to play a high school football game. They just wouldn't. So any team that's coming to the pit or any time that Moeller today went down to Trinity, they're good. And and so you just have to be aware of that. So from that standpoint of you know trying to, to, to schedule cupcakes and then get better and better, that's what elders try to do in the past years and it's worked very well. This year, like I said, it, you know, you're playing LaSalle and then two weeks later you're playing St. X tonight. You're playing Molars so another off week maybe, but then you got a bye and then you're playing is it Indianapolis Cathedral or something? Yeah. In, in week six. So uh, I just think Doug and his staff are gonna they're just trying to tell the kids play every play, play every down. Uh, do your best and let the chips fall. And the big thing, too, is going to be stay healthy, right? Get through yeah. these games, stay healthy. They're going to get better. A Doug Ramsey coach team always gets better. There's no question about that. And they are getting better. I mean, defensively, right before you see eyes. it. Yeah, yeah defensively, you can see it. Offensively, they continue to move the ball. They didn't run the ball tonight as well. Which And that's because St. X is that good. I yeah, mean, they are. You know, the fact that they could have won this game tonight just shows how good they really are because x is really good yeah i mean you think about it, how how good they are they, they have a great running game they've got a great passing game there's not a lot of weaknesses they've got a great kicking game think about x overall what weakness did you see tonight from saint x at all did you see a weakness i didn't and, see and elder was within any a player yeah. two of winning this game tonight so I really feel like they're right there. Uh, the fact that they they are getting better each week, and next week they're going to play Moeller. Not saying it's going to be you know a tune-up game like everybody. You know, I I still say when you play a GCL school, it's still going to be a, a good matchup. But I think Elder can move the ball on anybody, and they've shown that they can. So that's I mean, you look at LaSalle and X, and 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 you talked about a team coming from Indiana that was a good team, and they blew out. The Floyd Central team blew out two teams in Indiana mm-hmm. the weeks before before they came here. And if you look at that game, J.T. Miller makes that interception, doesn't make that interception at the end of the half. Now, now Older was going to score on them a lot, but it, you take that game and it's twenty, you know, one fourteen, or it's yeah. you know, it's it's a different ball game than forty two to fourteen. So right. exactly, and th- and that team was was a really well. Uh, There's a lot of talent on that team. Yeah, yeah, uh, they're absolutely. lacking some things, but they they were very talented. But that's teams. what you see in most schools. You'll see one or two really talented players that usually is enough to carry within their state or in their league, right? Right. Um, but you get to Cincinnati and you get to this it's part of Ohio, or even you know going down with Saint X, they always had four, five, six deep guys that can that can just flat out play that are going to play at the college level. And when you have that many. It's hard to keep up with that, even no matter how good you think you are, right? There's always there's always somebody better. That's why I always look at it. You look how good you are. There's always somebody better. No, <laughs> no, no. Not better than Tom Kennedy. No, I didn't think so. Okay. All right, Lenny. Uh, big game next week. Uh, Elder wants to w- get a GCL win against Muller, and uh, 
on paper looks like they should, but uh, you never want to underestimate the Crusaders. No, because if we would have thought that on paper, we probably would have thought the LaSalle game would have gone a little bit differently. Even though LaSalle did win, we weren't thinking it was going to be as, as close right, as, right. Uh, as it was. So you can never take for granted any team. And like I said, a GCL game, you still have to, to play. But the way Hamilton's playing, I mean, yeah, he missed a couple of throws tonight. But other than that, can you say anything bad about I mean, the kids no. played phenomenal. Ten he touchdown is. passes. He's he a is leader. Poised. He's a leader. He's getting better in the pocket. He even ran today, which... You know, again, not the fleetest of foot all the time, but he yeah. can he can do it. And they mix it up a little bit with Drew, Drew Ramsey. I think it's uh, it's going to be a, another good game. And then you know, I guess that then it would be a bye, right? We, well, we don't know. We yet. don't know. But yeah. yeah, it's TBA. They're, I know they're working hard to get right. a, a team, perhaps to play, maybe not. But okay. uh, we'll find out. But it's still fun every week, and I'm glad they're playing because we have we have this to do on a Friday night. I mean, that's, think about it, right? That's right. Make it yeah. somewhat normal. Let me hear. Uh, Who is that? What is that? I hear it. I hear background. something in the kitchen. Yeah. Hope that drumstick doesn't fall into the soup bowl. Steve, you got any scores for us? Uh, get us updated. Uh, wait, what? Huh? What? Wait, 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 wait. I think we pretty much got all all um, all precincts reporting in. Uh, Miami Valley Conference a little sparse tonight, but. Uh, Nothing I can do about that. But GCL South teams in play tonight. And the game you heard here on the Prep Sports Radio Network, it was uh, St. X Bombers coming into the pit tonight and getting away with a 38-24 to victory tonight over the Elder Panthers. LaSalle ho- went to Lakota East tonight and won 35-13. And Moeller taking a long bus ride back right now from the Louisville area up miserable I-71. Oh, that is, a that is just like a bombed out uh, this is just a terrible terrible ride I feel sorry for the Crusaders coming back after a 44 to 7 defeat up a, just a miserable stretch of road so uh, here here they come GMC action Coleraine Cardinals lose tonight for the second time in wow. GMC 41 to 37 to the Princeton Vikings Princeton Vikings remain undefeated on the season and re- remain tied with uh, Princeton Mason and, and Lakota West all 3 and 0 after tonight in uh, GMC action and holding on for dear life to first place in the GMC you think Tom Bolden's good just so you know well, I think Tom <laughs> Bolden's good and I, I, I think he's we were talking about that before. He, he got out. He, yeah, get out while the game's good. He, he, yeah. got, he got off that thing when the. Uh, <laughs> he's glad and, he's uh, not on the Chevy Road anymore. Yeah. But. I, I, I walk uh, in the Eat Park area, and there's a say park worker. He's a huge Colerain fan. He's like, well, if LaSalle wouldn't take all our players, we'd oh, like, please. I don't think that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> I think Tom Bolden was good, and he left. Yeah, yeah he was very uh, good. Yeah. And. Uh, he, he he is undefeated tonight. He won 33 to nothing over Sycamore. So uh, Lakota West and Tom Bolden and his son, a sophomore quarterback, I believe, uh, just doing outstanding um, at uh, Lakota West. It was uh, Hamilton 28, Fairfield 25, and Mason 27-12 over Oak Hills tonight. Uh, Oak Hills still remains winless on the season. Cincinnati Hills League action. It was Deer Park 46, Finneytown 12. Wyoming stretches its streaks streak to 44 regular season games in a row, victorious with a 21 to three 
win over Madeira tonight. Indian Hill 51, Marymont 14, and Taylor over Reading. Taylor Yellow Jackets getting their first victory of the 2020 season tonight with the 2013 win over the Reading Blue Devils. Congratulations to Mark Miller, uh, elder grad and head coach at Taylor. Great quarterback uh, for the Panthers. In, uh, Still holds the record for passing yards in the state in championship, the state championship game. game. Yeah, he, he played yeah. a well of a game. It just got off the off the blocks a, li- a little a uh, little late in that game. Yeah. And ECC victory too. Yeah. Our, our ECC victory. action, gentlemen. It was Anderson 38, 11 and 20, and uh, Anderson needed to get its defense kind of in line. It had, up to this point had. Uh, let the other teams score 110 points in two games on them. They got it squared away. Lebanon only scores 20. Anderson gets the victory tonight and moves to 2-1 and one in the ECC and overall action. It was uh, Turpin 44, Little Miami 18. Winton Woods over West Claremont tonight 28-13. to GCL co-ed action, it was Alter 49, Fenwick 12, and McNick, McNicholas Rockets 28, Carroll I think the Patriots or something. Patriots, yeah. Patriots. Yeah. Carroll, 7. So, 28-7, McNick over over Carroll. Southwest Ohio Conference action, Northwest Knights, 26. Edgewood, 14. Harrison, Wildcats, 31. Mount Healthy, 21. Ross Rams, 35. Talawanda Braves, nothing. And uh, Ross won that game last year and continues rolling in, in, on, on. in Miami Valley Conference action was Norwood 82 Roger Bacon 28 that still just astounds me Summit, Con- amazing. Summit Country Day 41 in that game yeah, de- you know, it's like I, I, I don't even want to know what happened there uh, Summit Country Day 41 um, Cincinnati Country Day 7 Southern Buckeye Conference action it was Blanchester 42 Williamsburg nothing Bethel Tate 46 and then another goose egg for Claremont Northeastern yeah Claremont Northeastern fans there. Both of them. Wilmington over Goshen tonight, 21 to 14. It was New Richmond 21, Batavia 7. And in a game we talked about uh, earlier, 140 points scored in this game. It was Clinton Massey 86, Western Brown 54. So a couple teams hit the 80 mark. I, I've seen basketball games where they, they don't score they that the, much. They had a couple of threes at the end. Yeah, yeah they must have. Yeah, yeah. Slow walking it down and bomb, hitting, the, hitting, the, hitting the bombs from the outside. In other action, it was Middletown Madison 38, Dixie 6, Monroe 30, Eaton 20. Uh, Kings 34, Middletown 13. You, Sa- you, uh... No, never mind. No. South of the border. I never worked in Dayton. Okay, I, <laughs> I, I thought you worked. How for, about Eaton? Uh, no. In Kentucky, it was Holy Cross of Covington 55, Bellevue 6, Newport 26, Bishop Brossard 14, Ryle 39, Boone County 8, Campbell County 21, Cooper 8. And you don't know how how nice it is to be reading Kentucky scores there in week yeah. one of action. Just another step into normalcy from the insane. Um 
Beachwood 20, Corbin 14. Covington Catholic, this is a shocker to me. I, I thought Covington Catholic would roll in this game against Dixie Heights. Kentucky, uh, Covington Catholic has, in this series has won 13 in a row, but uh, they, they win tonight 21-14, week one jitters probably. Wow. Yeah. They, they don't have the, their, their uh, Michael Mayer that, that's heading up to Notre Dame this year to play. And he was all-world everything offense. And defense, so they hung their hat on a lot of that. But Covington Catholic with a quality win tonight over Dixie Heights. Uh, the Colonels beat the Colonels 21 to 14. Simon Kenton 27, Highlands 14. And this is a sixth straight year that these two teams have played. And uh, Highlands won the first three, and uh, Simon Kenton has won. Or, or uh, yeah, Simon Kenton has won the, the last three. How the mighty have fallen, Highlands. They yeah. always used to win. They always, always and, and lately, won. the last yeah. few years, they have not. LaSalle's yeah. got all their players, too. Yeah, yeah. they do. Yeah. I think that's what happened. Yeah. yeah. Darn Lancers. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to that Norwood-Roger Bacon game. Did you say Norwood scored 80? Norwood-Roger-Bacon. Let's go back to that. Um, I probably have it backwards. It was 82. Is was, was 82 to 28. It, had it was Roger the other Bacon. team. No, it wasn't Bacon. It, it was, was Norwood? Norwood. Norwood. Well, 82. They, 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 well, Norwood's undefeated then. Yeah. Both teams came into this game undefeated. Well, the reason I'm saying that is I'm look, I, I had to look this up, but Roger Bacon has a running back. His name is Corey Kiner. Bearcats were after him. He signed a letter of intent with LSU. And I'm just amazed that they got blown out. I am sorry reverse that. Roger Bacon, 82. Okay. Norwood, 28. That makes perfect sense then. Because sorry. Of Corey Connor. I got my, my okay, eights. That's fine. That's fine. I got my eights and the twos. They both had eights and twos. Okay. That's fine. Good. So, anyway. The world is spinning on its axis again. There we go. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Steve. I didn't mean to. Oh no no no, yeah. that's good because if you know that if makes more sense. If if there's some some bacon fans out there or, or uh, yeah Norwood fans, um, I just know Corey Kiner. Spartans or Indians, uh, somebody's mad. So making, I got it wrong. Somebody's mad that they let up 82 points, regardless. Yeah. <laughs> right. Holy Cross of Louisville traveled all the way up here to to Holmes High School, and uh, came away with a victory, 19 to six over Holmes. And Dayton, 39, Pendleton County, 8. In Indiana, Lawrenceburg, 56, Greensburg, 14. And those are every score that I have tonight on the Prep Sports Radio Night scoreboard. Game night. All right. We always love to give you updates on all the scores before you're going to hear them on the television networks uh, or stations, I should say. Steve Geis is leaving the building here. I wore him out. That was kind of a long, yeah. uh, long yeah. segment there. He is worn out. Yeah. Grab a linguine back there. <laughs> no. That's the problem. All right, guys. Uh, next week, the Crusaders come to the pit, and uh, you know, what, what, what do you expect, Tom? I expect uh, Elder to come back to the winning ways. I, I can see Elder scoring at least five touchdowns and I think it's going to be like a 35 to 7 or 35 to 14 game I really do uh, we, we've been to the uh, to, to away games up at Muller and walk, right. sitting yeah. around their fans and people really get squirrely about what's going on I, I would be you know if the Panthers were that bad but uh, I bet things are not because they've They've gone through a lot of coaches. It's going to take they a little have. while. Yeah. I think they get a little 
uh, you know, itchy to, to make changes that really probably should have been made, but what yeah. the heck? Well, I, I think a lot of that, Mark, has to do with, you know, football, you know, back in the day in the 70s, uh, you know, they were the epitome of success and 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 everything in the state. They won the mythical state champions, and and they were always good in football. Football was the number one sport at Moeller, and now it's not. I mean, now basketball is the number one sport. And baseball. And baseball as well. And uh, it, it probably hurts a lot that they don't have the – you know, all three of their main sports. Yeah, their the the resources, such as they are, are, are heavily in, into basketball. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, Carl Kramer has put some little dynasty together, huh? Yeah. Yeah. 20, 20 years. Yeah, don't get Steve started on that subject. No. <laughs> I might use the R word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and then somebody will call and they'll, yeah. they'll get all upset because. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, but, you know, Moeller, you know, they, they opened the season against uh, Bishop Hartley. They, they won that game 34-17. You kind of think things are turning around for the Crusaders. Then they travel to uh, East Central. And I know people from East Central I was talking to before that game just thinking, oh, no, the mighty Moeller Crusaders are coming in. I don't know what we can do. And, and they ended up winning that game 21-6. to So that was kind of a surprising turn of events. And then going to, to Louisville Trinity, you know, you're not quite sure what the Crusaders have, yeah. and uh, Trinity uh, don't have Trinity in their first week uh, of play, hang 44 on them, uh, 44 to seven. So they have and that Elder- was probably a running clock too. Uh, yeah, it, it had, had to be, be in second half. Be. So you know, mm-hmm. you know, it took took you know maybe it was you know you don't know how how it looked at halftime. Yeah. But uh, and then they got Elder, and then they finish up with X and LaSalle. So you know. One the win. good news is the bad news is coming. Yeah, yeah. one and five. Yeah, they're going to have yeah. a tough Bishop, time. But, Bishop Hartley. But you know what? They're in the playoffs. They're in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. That's right. They get, made the playoffs. Get out in the playoffs. And- there, there's some teams that have only made the playoffs one time. You go in their basketball gym, and that's up there. I'm just wondering if 20 will be. They just made it. They'll put that on the banner, yeah. too. Yeah. Is that like the fifth grade graduation banners that are in the front? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So if we, yeah. If we take it. You graduated from fifth, fifth grade. grade. Congratulations. Yeah. You, you colored your way to fifth grade. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good point, Lenny. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Stay in the lines. Stay in the lines. Exactly. Another COVID question. COVID and persis- participation trophies for everyone. So, basically, Tom, how do you anticipate the the seating's going to work? Steve, do you think it's going to be like the basketball seatings? Uh, there's going to be a committee to put this It's going to be like basketball uh, to an extent, but I'm not quite sure exactly how all that, the basketball, you know, talking to my son Phil who coaches basketball and, and kind of knows this stuff, he's explained it to me and talked to me several times. I'm still kind of unclear as to how it works. Like all the teams will, will vote. You know the GMC will vote in a block and, Whoever they decide is, is their number one, you know, they're all going to vote for them, so they're going to get a higher seed. So the GCL, you know, South teams are just by sheer numbers aren't going to be voted the number one, number two teams in, in seeding just because. But you know, you got to play who you're going to play anyway. Yeah. So, but I wonder, do they do they have strength of schedule by leagues? Meaning that the, I don't think no, I don't think there's any real strength of schedule. There's no there's no mathematical equation to it. They may look at it and say, 
well, you know, you 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 beat you know little sisters of the poor six times, so that doesn't really count because we've been over here, you know, playing the, the Sal's and the X's and the Molars. Uh-huh. Well, maybe not the Molars this year, but yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. It's like exactly how it works. And then, and then in basketball, the the teams can kind of once they're seeded, can kind of pick where they want to go. Right. So I don't know if this will, right. how this will all have that flexibility yeah, for I have, football. I have no idea. And I'm guess, I guess we're all guessing too that Mason High School will be one of the venues that that these games will be played at. Maybe not the first round, but the well, first round will be a home game. Know, Gotta wait till it's cold so you get that wind tunnel yeah, going. Yeah, true. We yeah. love going there, don't we? Oh, it, it, it's, it's a nice, ball. nice facility, nice people, but it is just. But if it's going to be a 1,500 restriction of people, it, it yeah. can play it anywhere. You can have play it anywhere. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, major league baseball teams. Why go to the expense of putting it in this big stadium? Just go mm-hmm. go to. Uh, University of Cincinnati and play up there if there's nobody there. What's the, what's the difference? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, save a little money. Let's, we we have just have a few minutes to go here to the bottom of the hour when we're going to hand it back over to uh, Sacred Heart Radio's EW10 programming. But uh, I'd like to thank everybody for joining us tonight, listening on 740 and watching uh, and listening, streaming all over the country, in the world, or wherever you may be. We always appreciate that. And we will be back next week uh, at the pit at Elder with Lenny and Phil. And uh, Steve, Tom, and I will be doing the pregame halftime and back here at La Rosa's. Uh, once again, if you would like to have a nice night, watch the game. You can come out here. We had yeah. Wally Welsh been here all night, guarding yeah. the TV for us. And, the adult uh, beverages are cold. Yeah, I mean everything is just exactly good. as you'd want. The, the, and, the, and we love the calzone. We love the yes. chicken, and I get the banana peppers and the whole thing. We used to get the Philly cheesesteak yeah. one, but I've we been, get the chicken calzone. So. It, uh, but, yeah, uh, well, uh, <laughs> It's very good. Yeah, it's very good. There's lots of good things on the, on the menu. So, uh, But stop out and see us next week, and, and we are looking forward to another game. And tonight was just one of those, it felt like fall, didn't it? It was a little, it yeah. a little chilly. And, yeah. uh, As I sit here with shorts my, on. <laughs> I got my long, my blue jeans on tonight. Uh, my wife, Teresa, sitting over there said, it's going to be really cold tonight. And it was a little breezy. So yep. thank you. I, I, I was protected. There you go. Well, that's all the time we have. Thanks to uh, to everybody out there. But big, big thank you to Kevin Kenny, who is on the other side of this microphone over at the station. Without Kevin, none of this happens. Uh, we'd just be talking to nobody. So <laughs> yeah. thanks, Kevin. For I feel sorry for Kevin because he has to listen to us yeah. every yeah. time. I hope he's not <laughs> falling asleep. Yeah. Well, for Steve Bengal, Len Harvey, Tom Kennedy, I'm Mark Bengal, and Wally Welch here. We'll see you next week right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace, and they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Thank you for listening to the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg.
And by Cooper Electric, La Rosa's Pizza, The Urology Group, Rosart Pharmacy, Joseph Toyota, Robert Jones Plumbing, The Underground Sports Shop, Adam Schoester, Mercy Health and Orthopedics, Hoting Realty, Skyline Chili, Coldwell Banker West Shell, Red Wing Shoes, Schmidt Heating and Cooling, Ron's Roost, and Wardway Fuels. Join us again next week for all the exciting play-by-play of elder high school football on the Prep Sports Radio Network and Sacred Heart Catholic Radio.